Bumming with Bob Let's have a few brews We'll have some fun With the bum wine crew So kick your feet up Grab you a beer Cause damn man I'm glad that you're here Alright, alright, alright. This is Bumwine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bum with Bobcat. And we have a special guest joining us this week on the show. He is the host of the And Now We Drink podcast. He's a he's a Twitch streamer. He's a YouTuber. He does it all, man. He is he called himself Matt Effin Slayer. Matt, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing well. Sorry about the slight delay about getting back on mic, by the way. It turns out the massive shit I took right before this show clogged my toilet. So when I went to go piss again, I had to plunge the toilet real quick. <laughs> We've all been there, man. It, it happens, you know? I mean, this, you know, it's no holes barred here. I mean, it's, it's the real deal. There's no, no shame in hiding it. You know, let the people know. Oh, yeah. My bowels are healthy. They void. Well, that's good. You got to have that, that cleansing before you drink some more. So you know how it is. It's the same thing. You want to get that base coat in. You want a good meal before you drink to kind of soak up all the booze. And sometimes you have to kind of let it uh, leave your body, you know, beforehand too. You know, start fresh. Exactly. You got to get the healthy stuff out so you can put the liquor in. It, it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what are, what, are you, what are you drinking over there tonight? Tonight we are drinking Eagle Rare 10-Year Bourbon. Ooh, fancy, fancy, bringing the good stuff here. And I'm about to crack open here a, a fine, high-quality beverage. Um, I don't know where you stand on the malt liquors and high-gravity lagers of the world, but I have a pineapple. Yes, it is a flavored high-gravity lager, too. It is a pineapple earthquake at 10% alcohol here so so this this one i'm i'm cracking it open here with you for the first time it's going to be the by the time this podcast drops it will be the bumwinebob.com malt liquor slash malt beverage of the week so hell yeah you'll 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 hear it with me you'll try i'm going to try it out and you can make it through my reactions (laughs) this is why i wish you were on video even if it wasn't for the audience just so i can see your facial (laughs) reaction when you take this first hit like when you sniffed it you're like oh this is gonna be a mistake this smells like a fucking back alley fucking bang oh but i'm gonna do it anyways because it sounds like fun yeah yeah well it was one of the things i found I, i never had it before first time i found it i was out searching for the new which i've did last week the new four loco electric lemonade and i picked that up and sitting right next to it was this pineapple earthquake and i'm like well shit why not you know you know for three bucks a 23.5 ounce can you know you, you can't go wrong well i guess you can go wrong but you know we'll we'll see so i'm gonna i'm gonna crack it open here now Ooh. See there, I heard it. It. see yeah, you get that there. Ooh, pine, pine it does smell like pineapple. So 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 cheers, cheers to you. Cheers to you as well. Not bad, not bad. A, a strong pineapple flavor. Um, not too overpowering. Uh, 
don't really taste much. I mean, I guess it's more of a just a flavored malt beverage and not like their regular malt liquor. But you know, ten percent alcohol. It's made by it's made by the same people that make Four Loko. It's the same company. <clears throat> it's just their lower alcohol. You know, Four Loko is a fourteen percent. This pineapple earthquake ten percent. So you're knocking it down a little bit, but it'll Ooh. still it'll still get you in trouble, though. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll <laughs> absolutely fuck you up. I mean, that's what's there to do. <laughs> if you're drinking, that's kind of the end game most of the time. Oh, yeah. We're not, like, in wine country, like, mm, swishing it around and spitting the shit out. Like, no, no, no. It's supposed to go into me and process. And yeah, then, yeah. That, that's the one thing I don't understand about some people that do, like, tasting videos. It's like they they take a sip, they swirl it around, they spit it out. And I'm like... What, what the hell is this? How, how do you get the real deal of the flavor and the taste if you're just kind of strolling around? It's not mouthwash, people. No, no. Though, I don't know if you've seen this. There's a new YouTube video, at least it's a couple months old, from this guy who's like the at-home sommelier. Yes, yes. Much- that, that is exactly the one I was going at, the the unemployed <laughs> wine guy. Yep. Somebody, uh, somebody posted it on Twitter and then tagged me in at one point because he did an MD 2020 review in the very beginning. And they're like, hey, man, you got to check this out. And I'm like, he's, you know, sipping it, swirling it around, spinning it into the glass. I'm like, dude, you got to drink it. I mean, and then the funny thing is this guy now has like thousands of of followers over this. I'm like, holy shit, how does that happen? (laughs) I think what really did it for him, the way I found him, was his Malort video. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one too, yeah. Have you ever had Malort? I, I have not. It's on my, my list to, to try. I've, I've talked to people that have had it before and the experience of the taste with it. <laughs> but have, have you had it? Oh, yeah. I'm a Chicago native. I mean, I'm oh, okay. okay. It's like, oh, hey, you're off your bottle. Here's some Malort. Here you go. Have an old style. Have a Malort. You're all set. Here, have a hot dog. It's just what you do in Chicago. Yeah, I, I know that's the big thing in Chicago. Most people that I talk to from Chicago are like, hey, you know, you got to try this Malort. You got to give it a try. Um, I had I had one guy on the podcast uh, a few months back who was, we were talking about Malort. And he's like, I think his wife has family in Chicago and they're from there originally. And he's like, the next time I'm, I come out to New Jersey and I'm in that area, that's where I am. He's like, I'm going to bring you a bottle and, and we'll try it. I'm like, all right, perfect. You let me know when and where. He's like, we'll walk the mean streets of New York City, just sipping on some Malort. <laughs> oh, you do, do, don't, don't, do, do, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't. Like the the greatest joy of Malort is giving it to someone who's never had it before, and then watching them make Malort face. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to sip it. That's why it was so visceral watching the unemployed wine guy swish it around. It's like, no, no, no. You want that out of your mouth as fast as possible. You just want it. Down, down your gullet. Just take a quick shot, be on your way. Yeah. Yeah. I only ever drink it just to sucker other people into drinking it with me. <laughs> just to have them feel the same pain that you felt the first time that you had it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just posted a video from like a year ago of me and comedian Billy Proceeded doing shots of Malort on my show. And Billy had no idea what he was getting himself into. And just... His visceral reaction, oh, it's so good. Because <laughs> when you first, 
when you just hear the name, you don't think of it as being something that would give that kind of a reaction. It's like it's Malort. You're like, okay, cool. It sounds, you know, just like some sort of alcohol. We'll just take a shot. You know, it's, you know, people say, oh, is, what, is it like Fireball? I'll just take a shot of Fireball, be on my way. And it's like, eh, not not quite the same level. No. No. It, <laughs> it, there is no real redeem. I know. I have some friends that have feel that it's like redeeming. There are no actual redeeming qualities except seeing other people's faces when they drink it. <laughs> I mean, the, the reaction videos of people on YouTube. I mean, there's thousands of them, and people just love to watch people drink it and see how it turns out. Oh, they do. They absolutely do. One of my favorite Miller stories was one of my buddies' bachelor parties in 2014. I flew into Chicago for this shit. We go out to a fucking burlesque night, and I check in. Like, oh, I'm checking into this burlesque night. The staff's like, hey, did one of you guys like post on social media you're here and promote us? Like, yeah, I did. They're like, oh, we're going to get you a round of shots on the house because Chicago is a great drinking town for shit like that. <laughs> and one of the groomsmen just being an asshole is like, we'll do my lord. <laughs> and this fucking bar all night was just comping us rounds of my lord. All fucking night. And it's against my religion to just leave a shot on the table like that. Yeah, you have to the take rest it. Of the, yeah, the rest of the party like pretty much tapped out. I'm like, oh, I guess it's up to me then. Fuck. <laughs> but thankfully, I got the last laugh because after I got them all good and wasted, we ended up at a bondage night. I got the groom's ass beat by a dominatrix. So You, you win in that case. <laughs> yeah, this, this yeah. happened. Yeah. You, you drink them a lord. You know, you grab the bowl, you get the horns, you, you drink the Malort, you, you might get your ass slapped by a dominatrix. It happens. Oh, yeah, the, the night before his wedding. His, his wife was super happy. <laughs> super, super happy. Yeah, as he's trying to walk down the aisle, you know, with that sore ass, like, kind of, like, why can't you, why can't you walk straight? Why are you kind of, like, waddling like a penguin? Like, uh, th- don't ask, don't ask. It, it was a rough night. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, I was made to promise there would be no strippers, so I did everything else. It's tr- it, as long as it wasn't a dominatrix stripper. Right. She kept her clothes on. I there mean, there are pictures of him tied to a fence topless getting beaten, but yeah. Hey, she never said anything about him having his clothes on. It was as long exactly. as the women didn't take their clothes off, then it was it was all fair game at that point. Exactly. See? <laughs> it's all about the loopholes, people. You find a way around it. <laughs> Yeah, I know the Malort is on my list to try. And when I do try it, I'm going to make sure to have it recorded to get that reaction video. Because it's like I said, it's the rite of passage that you need to see the reaction that people have when they drink it the first time. So, well, and it, it's kind of like um, you ever watch Hot Ones with Sean Evans? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's kind of like, you know, Sean Evans is like just maxing these wings, like completely unfazed. You have to do it with someone who like, just like, oh yeah, this is nothing. And then you take it and lose your shit. It's amazing. (laughs) Right. You're, you're letting people fall into that false sense of security that they say you take the shot. They're like, oh, that's not too bad. It's just, you know, a shot of vodka or something like it. It'll burn a little bit, but it's not that bad. Then they take it like, holy shit, what did you just give me and why am I going to die? 
And it lingers. Oh, it fucking lingers. Yeah, see, the, the more I talk it, the more I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't know, I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, just already regretting the decision to drink it. Ah, it's not that bad. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. A seasoned alcoholic such as yourself, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I've drank a lot of shitty alcohol in my day, and I'm, I'm sure you have as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. High Class over here. Hey, someone bought me this bottle. Hey, and like you said, you're not going to turn down, you know, you know, free stuff, free alcohol, you know, shots or or somebody gives you a bottle, you're going to take it as a gift and drink it. Yep. Oh, 100%. No, I, I've definitely consumed my fair amount of just shit liquor. I mean, <laughs> speaking of high gravity, I've definitely drank a fair amount of Steel Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Steel Reserve's bad when a buddy of mine were out, like, just getting shitty in public with it, and we're just walking down the street with, like, a 12, a 12-er a thing of it, of cans? And tried to give one to a bum, and they're just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> At that point, you're like, what the hell? If I can't even give this stuff away, you know, this costs us a nice, you know, seven bucks for like a 12 pack. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, it's more for the rest of us. We're going to make poor choices, man. Like, you ask us for money. We know you actually want alcohol. We're trying to give you alcohol. We're just trying to cut out the middleman here. Exactly. You're just going to go to the store, you know, buy alcohol. Now, sorry you don't like the alcohol we're offering you, but, hey, it's, it's something. It'll get you a buzz. You know, then maybe you drink this one, then you find somebody else that will give you the money. You know, it'll build up that confidence to <laughs> to ask the next person for you know, a few extra bucks. It could be. Or he might have been afraid that he would smell so badly of Steel Reserve that no one would give him shit. Well, that's, that is true, too, because Steel Reserve does have a distinct uh, smell to it. Anybody that, that's drank it uh, quite a bit. Uh, in, in college, uh, I, my roommates, a few of them were big Steel Reserve guys, and I had quite a few, you know, a lot of Steel Reserve then. I was, I was a big Bud Ice guy. At, at the time and between that and this was also around the time when the we didn't we, we weren't too much into the the four locos when they were the original four locos but there was the sparks um alcohol drink which still had the energy drink caffeine so it was like the competitor to four loco so i had a couple of roommates that were big into that so it was you know sparks and steel reserve and and bud ice I and mean, that's your combination right there <laughs> oh oh when you're drinking on a budget oh. <clears throat> exactly you're in college you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do man so yeah i'm a little older like poor loco wasn't a thing when i was around that age by the time poor loco became popular i'm like no i just drink hard liquor <laughs> i think that was kind of the the way it, it was it was before that it was you know vodka and, and shots and um, you're probably more or like around that flavored vodka phase when the absolutes came out with all the different flavored vodkas or, or effing black cherry. Okay. F- okay. Effing black cherry and fucking red bull was like <clears throat> the thing. Yeah. 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 That was like the red bull, red bull and vodka. The, the big, the big drink. 
I remember even in college, we had a party one time and my friend went out and bought a ton of, you know, like the, the two gallon jugs of like, um, Poland spring water. And he, then he dumped out the jugs of water and then filled it up with Red Bull and vodka and all these jugs. And I never understood why he did it that way. <laughs> like, why didn't we just, why didn't just go buy like a, a pitcher or something to mix it up in there? And why do you buy these big jugs of water and do it that way? But still, it was like these six big jugs sitting on the counter along with in the corner, a big tower of 30 packs of bush light that you're like, okay, we're ready to party guys. <laughs> That, that's just mind-boggling to me because, like, you're just going to have, like, Red Bull-flavored vodka at that point. Like, the carbonation is going to be gone. Right, right. The, the proper way to do Red Bull vodka is a fucking bomb. Yeah. Well, yeah. Drop, go. And especially in a party environment, you know, that's a lot more fun to Boom. Just do it. Right. You got to do it quick. Yeah, I don't – I still uh, – to this day, I'll have to ask him and if he even remembers it. Like, why would you mix it up beforehand? Because it's just going to – be this stale tasting, you know, Red Bull flavored vodka, but not that, that carbonated, you know, the quick shot, just do it quick. You get that, you feel that carbonation, the buzz right. for you. I mean, this is why beer fucks you up. It's the carbonation. Like your body's like, oh, hey, carbonation. Yeah, I should absorb you. And alcohol's like, yeah, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring me along. And, oh, you just took a shit beforehand. All right, we're going to go right through even faster now. <laughs> right, right. Carbonation brings alcohol as a plus one. You don't want – and who wants fucking flat Red Bull? Ugh. Yeah, no. Red, Red Bull itself. I mean, I've never been a big Red Bull fan, you know, just to drink. Like say, oh, I need it. Or even really energy drinks in general. I'm not a big fan of of that, but you know, it's drinking it when it's open out of the can is one thing. But then if it's sitting out for three hours, it's like, eh, I'll uh, I'll pass on that one. Yeah. Oh God. And I'm thinking like now it's lukewarm, lukewarm yeah. vodka <laughs> red bull, flat vodka red bull. Like, were you guys just trying not to get laid at this party? Like, <laughs> Hey, girl, I, let me pour you a warm vodka Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's warm. It's not carbonated. Uh, it's only been sitting out here for six hours, but hey, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be DTF right after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I'll just end up drinking it all myself and then be passed out and wake up the next morning and wonder, you know, what the hell happened. Yeah, with the heart palpitations and like, oh, that that wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for no one who's for people who have never experienced like the full on vodka Red Bull drunk, it is such a weird drunk. It I definitely one night I can remember vivid hazy uh, somewhat. Hazy? It wasn't somewhat. a blackout night at least. It's no it not, not not total blackout. But I thought I was fucking fully coherent. Apparently, the voicemails I left on some people's phones were definitely not. It, like my brain's like, no, you're, you're fully caffeinated. You're good. You're good. You're good. The rest of my body's like, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're just like, so what, what the hell was that? I have no idea. Blame, blame the Red Bull. The, the yeah. Red Bull gives you that kick 
that you're like, oh man, I'm up, I'm ready, let's party. And then all of a sudden you get that crash. And that's the same thing with like these here, the like the flavored beverages and the four locos where they get you that that sugary rush and you're like, all right, this is awesome, let's party. And then next thing you know, an hour later, you're like, all right, I'm going to go lay down over here and you know, take a nap. I'll, I'll be back in a few hours for, for round two. Oh, yeah, and I can only imagine the hangover from that level of sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had some some rough nights on. Um, I mean, have have you ventured down the the MD twenty twenty road or night train or any any of those fine uh, fortified wine classics? Oh, I mean, back in the day, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I've also done like the gallon jug of Gallo, like oh, a Gallo yeah. red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nine dollars for a gallon of wine. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about out by you guys, but Trader Joe's out here in California, like, is the home of two buck chuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all sorts of shit. Like, oh hey, fucking a box of wine that's like five bottles for six bucks. All right. I'll take two. <laughs> right. I'm good. I'm good for, for two days. You know, I'll be all right. I'll survive, yeah. you know. And it's not even horrible. It's not quite as sugary as the fortifieds. But I've yeah, I've definitely gone down the arbor mist oh, yeah. mad dog. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 It, it, it's a slippery slope once you get going. And and I've said it many times before. I mean I, I had a one major blackout experience drinking Night Train Express uh, in Atlantic City for a bachelor party, and we had a had one of the smaller 350 milliliter bottles. They picked up on the way down, and also brought along a case of Night Train of the big 750 milliliter bottles. So, so the big guys. So walking around the casino floor with the little bottle finished it off, went upstairs to the room, filled it up again, and maybe got like halfway through that second bottle when, you know, it's, it's time, you know, it, the room starts spinning and you're like, like, Oh shit. And I, I looked over to one of my friends and I'm like, I got to go let some passengers off. And I went to the bathroom and I was just violently throwing up in there. And that's the last thing I remember of that night uh, a friend of mine showed up maybe a few hours later i was took a video of me i was passed out in the bed you know fully fully clothed glasses were still on everything you know <laughs> just snoring like crazy you know and that was one of those hangovers that just lingered for like two days you know and, and we were and this was a thursday night and we were still down there until sunday so that's one of those where it just kind of ruins your weekend trying to you know, do the hair of the dog, trying to drink the next day, trying to fix it that way, trying to, you know, take some Advil. But no matter what you did, you just could not kick that, you know, two-day hangover. And you're like, oh, well, it sounded like a good idea at the time, but, man, that, that was a bad call. It's always a good idea at the time. Hey, you're lucky, though. Blacking out an AC and you still have both your kidneys? Yeah, you're, uh, you're yeah, 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 still good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been to AST one time for an Exotica, and I'm like, holy fuck, how does this place stay in business? This place is so fucking sketchy. It is, 
it's somehow more expensive than Vegas. Right. <laughs> How does that make sense? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's all old school Fremont, but sketchier and more expensive. This, this mind boggling. Right, and, and not and not the same experience you get down down in Vegas. <laughs> oh no, no. I, I my one time in AC, I one hundred percent like went on the wrong block. Uh, I was drinking at like some Irish pub on the boardwalk. I was staying at the Marriott like on somewhere like on the main drag. I okay, tell you what. You know, it's 5 a.m. I'm trashed. And I'm like, oh, it's only a couple blocks back to my hotel. I'll walk it. I step onto a block and I'm immediately like, I'm on the wrong block. Like, you just, if you have any experience in a real urban environment, you're like, this is not, Mm -hmm. this is not where I should be. Right. (laughs) I got to turn around and go back slowly. I didn't because I was drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm walking down the block and, you know, some dude's just Yo, from his stoop, like, yo, man, want some smoke? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and the minute, I, like, most drug dealers, you tell them, yo, man, I'm good. That's the end of it. This dude's like, you motherfucker. fucking kill you. What the fuck are you doing around here? I'm like, holy shit, man, you're right. I definitely want some smoke now. After having my life threatened, I definitely want some smoke. <laughs> But I proceed to fucking, and of course I'm just like a you know douchey asshole because I've been at a fucking porn party earlier in the night. So right, I'm not even right. like scummy metalhead. I'm like button, nice button down shirt. I look like some dumb fucking tourist. <laughs> I'm like I start hustling to the end of the block, and some poor bastard who probably was stumbling home drunk too comes around the corner, and I start to rush this dude because I figure he's with the other guy in this drunk. Thankfully, thankfully. Both of us on my arrest record. Once I realized, like, I got close enough, I'm like, oh, that guy's not with that guy. I just kind of ran around him and kept running. <laughs> but I was all ready to tackle that guy. Like, fuck it. If it's going down for not buying smoke, I guess it, this is how it's going to be. Fuck AC. Right. I, this is what I'm going to I'm going to be killed here in Atlantic City. Great. I, out of all the places to go. <laughs> right? It, it, it had to be here. Just, um, just try not, don't end up behind the convention center. Atlantic City, that's where they tell me that there's a lot of uh, uh, shady things going on back there. <laughs> I, I think anywhere a block off the boardwalk, there's just shady shit happening in AC. Oh, and yeah. This was yeah. 2013 or 2014, so I can only imagine as the casinos have gone down, <clears throat> the crime has probably gotten fucking worse. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, the last time I was in AC, I think, was in 2016 was the last time I was there and it was going downhill at that point from like, from like 2010 to 2014, at least a couple times a year, uh, me and my friends would somehow make a trip down to Atlantic city. I mean, I mean, we're here in New Jersey. So I mean, it's, it's a couple hour drive, you know, down the parkway to get over there. So it's not a big deal for a weekend, but it was kind of after like 2013, 2014, you could see the quality of the the town kept going down so like for it used to be like the go-to for bachelor parties it was like okay somebody's getting married we'll go down to ac for the weekend you know do that then after the last one in like 2013 like more places were getting shut down you know you weren't seeing as many people around on a weekend and you're like all right maybe we should do something different you know going forward then we started doing the old you know renting a cabin you know in the woods somewhere and just you know 
you know, shooting things and drinking beers and you know you know stuff like that guy stuff <laughs> responsible adult stuff exactly exactly you know you know there's alcohol involved what could go wrong nothing nothing at all firearms aren't dangerous right right well as long as the um the uh the bondage uh, <laughs> dominatrix doesn't show up it will be okay that's fine it's fine I mean, are you guys even allowed guns in New Jersey? I thought you guys were like really restrictive on that shit. Uh, usually, we would go to either Pennsylvania or or New York State. Those are the two. <laughs> they're they're more lenient over there than than over here. So you go into the cabins in the woods somewhere. Nobody knows. Yeah, as I'm calling from California, where it's like, oh, hey, guns. We're pretty anti-gun out here too. Yeah, I know. We'll just well, we'll just stick to our booze and we'll be okay. <laughs> oh no! Don't get me wrong. I have guns. Okay. Hey, just putting it out there. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's what's your go-to drinks? I mean, I know you drink a variety of things, but what would be your go-to on like a you know, regular week weekend party? You know, not nothing out of the ordinary. Oh, uh, whiskey rocks. I okay. literally just drink whiskey on the rocks. Right. <laughs> That's <mind>. it. <laughs> Generally bourbon, rye maybe. Uh, you know, I actually, for whatever reason, have like, yeah, kind of a fancy palate in alcohol. So I'm, I know it's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, people drink, you know, what they what they like and what they want. I always say this is a judgment-free zone. While I might be drinking... Something that's this, you know, a pineapple earthquake, which, you know, truth be told, you know, isn't that bad. If you like pineapple, it literally just tastes like pineapple soda. I mean, you you can barely taste the alcohol in it. And, you know, 10% alcohol, it gets you a, it'll get you a good buzz pretty quick. But yes, so will my 90 proof bourbon. That's true too. So we're covering both ends of the spectrum right here. If you want to go low class like me, or you want to be like Matt and go more towards, you know, the, the higher end, it's certainly not like tip top shelf. I I don't know. I mean, do you know what the, what the price is for a bottle of that? Oh yeah. This is a 35 to $40 bottle. I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah. No, that's not bad. It's not like a $200 bottle or anything like that. So that's, that's, you know, like an average, you know, little above average bottle. Yeah. Not even. Well, I'm not. I can't justify $200 bottles. Like, I just can't do it. Like, if I had the money, and I'm like, oh, yeah, $1,500 for a bottle of fucking Pappy. I want to fucking drink it. Like, I can't. The price, like, the flavor palette's not so fucking amazing that it's like, oh, yeah, this is fucking 5, 10, 15 times worth this other fucking bottle. Like, there's, there's diminishing returns on that shit. Like, Yes, there is a huge fucking difference between, you know, your pop-off fucking vodka versus, you know, a Grey Goose. You, you definitely get a huge return between your $7 bottle and your fucking $30 bottle. But once you get, like, well above that shit, you're just, it's like buying a fucking Rolex. It's like, oh, look, look what I can buy. <laughs> but at least with the Rolex, you have something to show for it. I mean... That's the thing with expensive alcohol like that. I mean, 
if you're going to buy it, you have to drink it. And then once you drink it, it's gone. There's nothing to show for it. You want to spend $1,500 on something, you, you buy a Rolex. There you go. <laughs> so for the since the audience can't see me, I just pulled up an empty bottle of W.L. Wellish Special Reserve. This motherfucker, because of Buffalo Trace's fucking policies and people realizing what the fuck it is, went from being a $40 bottle in most places to, in L.A., being a $125 bottle. Wow. Wow. The only reason I fucking have it is a friend of mine in Texas has found a liquor store that didn't know what they had and <laughs> bought me a bunch of them for $40 a bottle. Right, right. They walked in. He looks over. He's like, you walk down the aisle. You do like that double take. You're like, okay. You're like, wait. $39.99? Wait a second. You bring one up front. They scan it. Like, okay, you know, okay, 40 bucks. All right, give me a second. You have a box. What do you have left on the shelf? Throw them in here. <laughs> I'll take them all. Oh, he literally sent me five of them. He sent me fucking five bottles. And I didn't realize that they were liter bottles. I thought they were just 750s. When they showed up, I'm like, oh, my God, you sent me fucking five liters of this shit? And then <laughs> I had the moral dilemma of, like, do I drink it or do I gray market this shit at hefty profit? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, I know you got the, you got the devil on your one shoulder. You got the angel saying, you know, okay, you know, sell it, make the money. The other one's saying, no, you know, and drink it, enjoy it, you know, but you got five bottles, you know, it's like, well, I can turn this and then I can buy bottles of other stuff that I like as well. So it's a trade-off. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I feel like the angel is the one who's telling me to drink it. The devil's telling me to like, hey, your friend's generosity who really hooked you up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Go turn a profit. Yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, screw that. Make make some money. But it's like no. I mean, for that, when you get lucky and you find something at that price, you have to kind of go with it and say, you know what, drink it, enjoy it. You're not spending the $150 for, for a bottle that they want for it now. So well, it's, yeah. It's fucking crazy because, like, so this stuff is this is basically rejected Pappy Van Winkle. It is the same mash and barrels, same distillery as Pappy. It just doesn't, for whatever reason, meet the quality standards. And it's only aged seven years instead of 12. It used to be before everyone realized what the fuck it was. As I said, like forty for a liter, twenty five for a fucking you know a fifth. Yeah, and, and that's, that's why I used to love it. Because <clears throat> yeah, everyone that, fucking discovered it. Say bastards! People find out about this stuff and ruin it for everybody else. And you're like, you know, you know, forty bucks for you know a liter. I mean that that's pretty good. That's pretty good price for for that but no people got to discover it and figure out what it is and that ruin the fun for everybody else we got to raise the prices exactly and now i sound like a douchebag when i'm like i really like w.o Wellish special reserve they're like oh you're one of those I'm like seriously <laughs> i restricted this stuff years ago what is <laughs> well, it, it, well, like, it's the same thing like when you like a band before they they get big and they're like oh you're you're, you're fans of this band. Like, no but i like them before they were cool you know i knew them on the underground <laughs> Yeah, but at least then you could have a fucking tour shirt from, like, an ancient tour. Be like, see? See, motherfucker? And this is why, like, whenever I buy tour shirts, I actually try to get them with fucking dates on them. Just so it's like, no, I didn't buy this online or fucking Hot Topic. I bought this at the fucking show. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not say, oh, you you just got the reprint. You bought that on eBay, man. They just did a reprint from China. You know, you did it that way. No, this is the legit. I was at the show. I bought it from some scalper in the parking lot. <laughs> so I was leaving oh, like, for five bucks. <laughs> no, no, not for me. I am all about paying the bit. Whatever the band wants to charge for their official merch, I will pay it. Like, I came from music. I used to run a record label. Like, I know what it's like. That merch money is sometimes all they get for fucking yeah. gas and like food to get to the next destination. So I will happily drop the extra cash for yeah, thirty five for a t shirt. Done. I, I want to support the artists I like. Yeah, no, they'll definitely have to do it that way. I mean, it, it's it's tough sometimes. You see, and it's like okay, you know, thirty five bucks a shirt. You're like, oh man, well, do I want to spend that much? But all right, but if I want to support the band, do it that way. Then you know what? I'll put out the money. Do it that. Besides, some guy in a parking lot with some bootleg. You know, shirt that you're gonna wash one time is gonna shrink. <clears throat> you like give me an XL, shrink down to like a, a kid's large. You're like, what the hell? Did, how do they make this shirt? <laughs> right, and I'm fat, and I'm only getting fatter in the pandemic. So I like I, right. I can't afford my shirt to fucking shrink. Man. I know like, I can't put this thing in the, in the wash in the dryer, then then not be able to fit into it the next day. You get one wear out of it, and it's like, well, all right, maybe I can. Uh, I guess I guess I'll frame it now or something and put it on the wall. <laughs> uh, gotta you know take it down to the LA River with a scrub board and <laughs> do it the old fashioned way. Yep, yep. Just down here by the river, just washing my clothes, hang them out there on the clothesline in the backyard. Be on my way. <laughs> just gotta keep my shirt pristine, man. Yeah. So so what we're talking about, you know, what you've been, what you've done in the past, you know, music managing things like that now and now you're in the podcast game How, how'd you get into the world of podcasting oh by pure fucking ego that's <laughs> how i got here so uh 2016 yeah, yeah 2016 fuck it's been five years of podcasting already <laughs> uh, it goes quick I, I i get that i was working a joe job where i had a lot of fucking time to listen to podcasts I mean, I spent most of my day listening to fucking podcasts. And I went, fuck, I know a lot of fucking people. I like to run my fucking mouth. Why don't I start a fucking podcast? And I ran into my original co-host, Draven, started a party. And I'm like, Draven, you want to start a podcast? It'll help your career. We'll do this thing. You know, between the two of us, we know a lot of fucking people in the biz. The adult entertainment industry, for those of you who are unfamiliar with my body of work. And we, you know, we just started rolling. And about a year in, me and Draven split ways. Uh, she wanted to more concentrate on you know, her adult entertainment career, which I can't blame her on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because no, we all know how financially rewarding podcasting can be. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I just I kept doing it. Uh, Andy Cruz came on as my co-host for a little under a year. And then since October of 17, I've been doing it solo and yeah, you know, I love I love the medium. Like this is the last Wild West medium. It is. It's true. And I know you're 251 episodes in with your latest podcast. I'm 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 behind you a little bit. I'm at two. I think this might be 214. I think that I'm I'm on here. So, but we're kind of you know we're both kind of you know solo podcasters at this point. You know, you just you shoot the shit. You bring people on. Uh, and you see what happens. You just have fun with it and, you know, hope, you know, that that big truckload of money, you know, pulls up to your 
to your front door and you, you hope for the best. <laughs> Honestly, I make more money in podcasting producing for other people than I do for my own show. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how like, it works, right? <laughs> well, I'm in LA and every fucking celebrity and their mother's like, oh yeah, I want to start a podcast. Don't know dick about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll happily launch a podcast for you. Um, just please understand you will not be Joe Rogan. You will not be Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but it, it boggles my mind. Like Joe Rogan took fucking eight years to be Joe Rogan. And he was already the voice of the UFC mm-hmm. on news radio, a fucking headlining touring comedian. And it took him eight years. Right. You think that like in 90 days, you're going to be fucking Joe Rogan. Ain't fucking happening. <laughs> now, have you seen a lot of people coming to you about that stuff a lot more since you know COVID and the pandemic started? Have because I know since then podcasts, you know, people just boomed with it. You know, it was like everybody and their cat has a podcast now, especially since people were home and they're like, "Well, shit, there's I'll do a podcast too." And like you said, people want to you know get that quick you know fix. And say, oh, I can be like Joe Rogan and you know become this big podcast, make all this money. And it's like, yeah, you know, you got to kind of kind of work at it for a while. Oh yeah, and you've got to be here in the trenches, and you probably still won't make shit. Yeah, unless you're doing true crime. If you're a white woman doing true crime, <laughs> people love that. <laughs> I'll just fucking, I'll make it rain. I'll make it rain on you. But those of us for you know being scumbags out here on the internet. Well, yeah, we have some market share, but it ain't like, you know, we're rolling in fucking dough. Right, right, right. You sit here, you drink your beers, you talk to some people, you have a good time. You know, you get you get some money rolling in, but it's not, you know, these these big uh, sponsors bringing up the the Brinks truck to your front door saying, here you go. Here's your here's your sack full of cash for this week. Oh, gee, thanks, guys. Right. Thank you, Casper Mattress. Like, <laughs> No, no, I I don't have a I I still have a fucking roommate. I live in Hollywood. <laughs> I have a fucking roommate. Like obviously the podcast is not making a fucking rain on me. I mean, you know, I make some money at it. I'm happy to do it. I love what I do. I got to you know get drunk with some very interesting people, <laughs> and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's all about managing people's expectations. You and I have been around for quite some fucking time. All these COVID fucking podcasters will be long gone and we'll yeah. still be trucking. Yeah. 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 You, you have to know you got to be in it for the long game. You can't just pop in quick and say, hey, oh, this is awesome. I can make some money on this. And if you have no real passion for it, then you'll, you'll be gone. I mean, even before the COVID, you know, hit, you know, how many podcasts have you seen that have popped up? You know, they'll go strong, you know. 50 episodes maybe and then they just if they're lucky i mean a lot of them can't even make it that long it's like you know 10 20 and then they just vanish you know you'll see them on twitter they're like oh here new podcast boom 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 and then you know three months later gone have been active in four years you're like oh yeah (laughs) three to six up uh three to six months is the average span of a podcast like i can't tell you how much work i get just from people looking at it now we drinking then you'll won't even listen to a single fucking episode to hear the horrible things I say on it. I'll just see 250 episodes that have been produced every fucking week for five years and go, oh yeah, you're hired. Like, I'll, take, I'll take your paycheck. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a dedicated worker. He'll, he'll do it. All right. Yeah, ex- exactly. But it's just one of those things where just people have unrealistic expectations and they think it's fucking easy. Like, yes, I'm here to facilitate if you hire me for you to just show up and record. But you still got to figure out what the fuck you want to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready to record. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, it's your show. Uh, don't you have a topic in mind? No, I thought you were going to give me the topic. Uh, no, you have to kind of bring your own topic, so I'll help you with the recording side of it, editing, but uh, content, you're on your own there, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a technical producer, mostly. I will pitch ideas to some of my clients, but it's not like I got enough on my plate pitching my own fucking ideas. I don't need to right, right. <laughs> pitch all your ideas for your show too, just so you could be the fucking talent. Yeah, you, know, right. you got to have passion for the shit. You got to you know come up with your ideas, who you want to talk to, what do you want to talk to them about. I will happily voice like, eh, I don't think that's going to work, or that's an awesome idea, but I'm not going to be like, this is what you're going to talk about this week. This is what you know. Right, you're not the producer of the show. I mean, if they're going to throw I mean, you. I, 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 Maybe a little bit. If they're going to throw you a few extra bucks in the paycheck, you know, you get that executive producer role credit, then maybe. But the thing about it is, like, especially with some of my clients, like, I'm not in a position to executive produce them because I'm like, this is a subject matter I don't know shit about. Like, I'm happy to do some research. I'm happy to, like, help your book guests. I'm happy to do all that shit. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm your tech guy. Like, I'm your cue. Right, right. You'll be right. bombed. I'm, I'm not the director. I mean, I'm not, you know, kind of saying, you know, and yeah, instead of saying it this way, you know, you should really emphasize this. It's like, no, I'm just no. making sure I can hear you okay. You sound good. Your guest sounds good. Uh, there's no technical snafus. Uh, but when it comes to what you're talking about, hey, man, that's on you. Yeah. And if you're going to say something wildly embarrassing, I'll be like, eh. I want to take that out <laughs> right right you, you can go through and clean up everything and say hey you know all right you, know, you said this you know you might want to you know just chop this out here you know from this five this four minute block here we'll just snip this out here we'll throw a little uh little intro in there we'll put a little transition <laughs> throw an ad in here and there you go you're good there we go and no one's the wiser no no you're the unsung hero of of the podcast. You know the the man that makes the magic happen behind the scenes. And as long as the check clears, I don't care what you call me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a mercenary. I'm I'm here to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, well, you you're like the podcast hitman. It's just I'm just, I'm just here to you know take care of business. I don't care who it is, what you need me to do. Just pay me. I'll get the job done. Exactly. I've done stuff from, you know, other comedians. I mean, comedians. I'm not a comedian. Comedians. I'm, I didn't mean to say other. I am not a fucking comedian. <laughs> well, please fix that in post. Or don't. And this is actually pretty funny. But <laughs> comedians. Comedians. So I don't want to put, I don't want to put the tagline as, you know, top comedian Matt Slayer joins this week's podcast. Oh, fuck no. No. <laughs> I have uh, zero stand-up experience. The closest thing I have to stand-up experience is bombing at AVN when I 
got on stage and got an award that I wasn't supposed to collect. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's close, you know? I mean... I mean, we did win Best Comedy. Hey, there you go. See? But Somebody's got to accept the award. Well, I thought the whole cast was accepting the award, and I was wrong. <laughs> it was just me for a couple minutes, and then Joanna Angel finally made her way to stage. Did you have that? Were you just kind of sitting there staring blankly into the the camera, just you know, kind of like uh, Garth in Wayne's World when the camera's on him and he's sitting on the couch after Wayne leaves, and he's just like, "All right, what do I do here?" <laughs> oh, I wish it was that coherent. Like it was just diarrhea out of my fucking mouth. It's like, I, I'm first and foremost, I'm dressed like a rabbi. Well, I am dressed like a Hasidic rabbi. <laughs> Because this is for Jews Love Black Cock, where I played a rabbi in it. <laughs> we win Best Comedy at ABN 2018. And I am sitting fourth row center. I stand up to give Joanna a standing ovation. And a buddy of mine right behind me is like, Matt, you're in the movie. Go on stage. I'm like, oh, yeah. Every other movie that won, the whole cast went up. So I, what I thought walked to stage... Reviewing the footage on Showtime, I ran to stage. <laughs> and I am 4 row center, so I am, like, instantly on fucking stage. Doug Benson hands me the fucking trophy. And then I proceed to be like, holy fuck, AVN, we won! Shalom, AVN! Like, just kind of, like, bullshitting. But I'm getting, like, fueled by alcohol and a bunch of my friends, like, in the pit giving me standing ovations. Like, for someone <clears throat> who has never done stand-up comedy... It's really invigorating to watch a bunch of your friends giving you a standing ovation while you're on stage making a complete ass of yourself. (laughs) You're like, they like this. This is good. I got to keep going. Let me do more of this. Exactly. And then after a couple months, I'm about to walk off stage. And I say into Mike in front of the entire fucking industry, where the fuck is Joanna Angel? And Joanna was at a VIP table in the back of the joint. (laughs) So she eventually makes her way to stage. I hand her the trophy. She gives a real speech. We go backstage where she is furious at me. (laughs) And then we have a backstage interview where, like, I tried to, I I could tell Joanna, like, I've known Joanna a long time. I know she is fucking angry. So I tried to creep out of the backstage interview. And, like, the backstage interview is like, no, 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 Matt, come here, come here. So I get dragged into the backstage interview. Where I spend the whole time being like, no, no, no. It's all Joanna's brilliance. It was all her words. I am just a vessel for her words. <laughs> Tried to make the situation as best as I could after I fucked up Royal. Ooh. Eventually, hey. Joanna forgave me. Yeah, I was going to say, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and thankfully, Showtime edited the fuck around me. If you ever watch the rebroadcast of Best in Sex AVN 2018, you watch me run to the stage, and then you watch me hand a reward to Joanna. <laughs> Man, the, the wonders of editing is like, it never happened. No one's the wiser. Well, sadly, a lot of people are the wiser because that was the first year they live broadcast, they live streamed the AVN. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So so if you, if you can get your hands on the live stream feed of it, then they can see you in all your glory. Of, of what really went down. Yeah, I had Burning Angel's PR girl blowing me up like, what the fuck was that? Like, 
I thought when the whole cast was going on stage, Bella Danger was in the front row. I don't know why she didn't get up. Right. Well, that's the main thing, too, is like, why did nobody get up to accept it? Why? Why did you? I mean, I know you went up there because you thought everybody was going up to the stage. The whole cast would be up there. But you get up there and it's just you. So nobody had the the great idea to say, hey, you know, Matt's up there. Uh, he, he's bombing. <laughs> Can somebody get up there and save him? Or they want to say, yeah, let's just see him burn up there for a little bit. And I, I think happens. because I was dressed like a fucking rabbi, they were just like, oh, yep, Matt's doing a bit. Okay. Because I, I literally, while on mic, like, saw a Bella Danger in the front row. I was, like, shooting daggers at her out of my eyes. Like, why are you not up here? You <laughs> fucked in this film. You are the star of this film. Why are you not up here? I am supposed to be in the back behind everyone else who fucked in this film. Just standing here looking like a funny dude in a rabbi outfit. <laughs> not holding this fucking trophy. Like, for your audience, if you Google me, there are Getty images of me holding that trophy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure to post it up on the website when this goes up. I'm going to make sure the picture's up there so we can get the, the visual of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... If if you want, I will... I have a clip of what Showtime edited, and I will send that to you, too, if you want All to. Right. <laughs> but the Getty images really do it justice. Because I'm right. sitting there, like, holding the trophy, like, Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, I, I, so I, I do have to ask you too. So what? So what part did you have in this film? You were just kind of in the background of it. I, I know, I know you weren't an actual performer in the film, right? Well, I, I, I was actually nominated for best non-sex performance that year for my role in Choose Love Blackhawk. Okay, okay. So the plot of the movie is, I want, all, I want to marry off all my Jewish daughters, and it turns out they're all whores in love Blackhawk. And 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 I, and I just searched right now and I found the Getty images of you with the fucking award. <laughs> They're great, aren't they? They're fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, I think we broke Bob. I think yeah, we broke Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I think I'm, I'm back here. Now that was... That, that was good. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Take a deep yeah, breath. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. We're, we're back here. We're back here. I, I, I had to look now. I had to, I said, since you were here and you brought up, I'm like, you know, I can't wait. I have to look at this. And then I saw the pictures pop up and I'm like, holy shit. He's telling the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it really fucking happened. It <laughs> definitely really fucking happened. No matter how much Showtime wants to suppress me. It, it really it's there. Happened. It happened. If oh, Getty yeah. Images has it, posted oh it happened they're, they're not oh, yeah. faking that shit uh, one of the most like uncomfortable moments of my whole fucking life i was completely by myself watching the rebroadcast when showtime first came out that year with the award show and when it got to my point i'm just like terrified pouring sweat and i'm there in a room by myself like watching this like oh god oh god oh god i gotta i mean this was fine in the moment but Reliving this, it's gonna be super painfully awkward. And then, like, editing around me, I'm just like, "Oh, thank God, thank God, shoot!" Yeah, like, the best. Uh, right? They're like, "Oh, there's Matt," and okay, there he hands off the award. Oh, that was awesome. Okay, he just grabbed it, 
from the presenter and was on his way. Like, <laughs> people don't know what, what really happened that night. Yeah, except for the 1,500 or so members of the adult entertainment industry who watched me do it live. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I think, but they don't talk about it now. That's kind of one of those hush-hush, we'll sweep it under the rug, you know. I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> but, hey, it's not like, hey, you're still, you're still rocking and rolling now, you know, on the podcast. I mean, it's not like you've been blackballed from the industry that they won't come on. They know it's all in good fun, you know. You're just a regular guy, went up there, just got caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, and you made the best of it, well, as best as you could. I did. What was also super embarrassing, uh, about a month and a half, two months after the AVNs, I was at the comedy store with a date and ran into Doug Benson on the patio and was like, Hey, man, how's it going? You handed me a fucking award like a month and a half ago. And he was so fucked up. And he meets so many fucking people anyways. Mm -hmm. Had no clue what the fuck I was talking about. And my date, who obviously hadn't seen any gutty images, hadn't been out on Showtime at this point, was just looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? This dude obviously doesn't remember you. I'm like, cool. Thanks, Doug Benson. Yeah. Way Way to blow my spot, man. Way, way to make sure I'm not getting laid tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just said, hey, man, yeah, it's awesome to see you. You know, yeah, great catching up. Just one of those quick, I, I got to run, though. See ya. Then she'd at least be like, oh, cool. Yeah, he knows you remember. She'd be like, even though he really had no idea, couldn't have just played it cool for you. But no, he just, just fucked it all up. And to be fair, not to sound like a complete douchebag like I'm sure I just did about 10 seconds ago. I was not just starting to be like, oh, yeah, I know Doug Benson. You should fuck me. It was just like, oh, Doug's here tonight. We were just on stage together like a month and a half ago. Right. And what I think is hilarious moment. So I want to say hi to the dude. Right. Right. Just want to say think, hello when catch up. You think that, you know, no matter how much you consume you would remember a dude dressed like a rabbi taking an award from you. You'd think. Usually you don't forget something like that. But but as we see, as we just heard, I guess some people do forget that. But yeah. depends on how inebriated you are at the time when somebody asks you about it. This is very true. And the Comedy Sword Patio is a very good place to be very inebriated. I, I, exactly, right. So we can't really fault him too much for that. Because who knows what he was partaking in on that given evening. <laughs> exactly. And, like, I'm not faulting Doug for it. Like, I never fault, like, I'm, you know, an actual fucking celebrity when they don't remember people. Like, especially if you're a touring fucking comic, the thousands of people you meet at any given time. I can't even remember people I meet just, you know, in everyday life half the time. <laughs> people say, oh, you remember this guy? You met him. And I'm like, I have no idea who this person is. Maybe if I if I saw them, maybe it might jog my memory and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember that met that guy. But if you just say a name or something, I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And I don't even think I was drunk at the time of meeting the person. I'm just like I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. Like people need to put their fucking egos in check when like people don't remember them. Unless you're like, you know, intimately involved in some way or shape or form, like now, especially when you're dealing with entertainers who interact with fucking a metric ton of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 
don't don't get butt hurt when someone's like, uh, we've met. That may have been like the most important moment of your fucking life. Just another day for them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Don't don't take it personally. Don't start some online vendetta against them because like, oh, I I met this guy five years ago and then I saw him again and he's like, he had no idea who I was. It's like, can you think of how many people he must have met since then? Like, but I met you at an autograph signing, you know, five years ago and I just saw you last week. You had no idea who I was. It's like, man, I I could have met you last week too. And I, I have no idea who you are today. And I'm just a regular guy. Exactly. Exactly. But no one's getting offended by like the regular guy being like, Oh, my bad. Oh, we met my bad. Like, People built this shit up in their heads because the you know the celebrity is so important to them that you should be important to the person who you know influences you. Like mm, they're people too. Yeah, they got they got their own problems. They got friends. They meet people all the time. So you know, don't don't take it personally. All right, you know, it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the the problem of human nature is. We are the protagonists in our own story, and we think the world fucking rotates around us and mm-hmm. get fucking butt hurt when they realize that it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have this stuff built up in your own brain saying, "Okay, yeah, I do this, I do that, and this person should know me from from this and that." And then when they don't, you're like, "Well, how can they not know me or remember me from this? I, I did this with them, and it's like, well, yeah, to you it was a big deal, but to them." Just another day at the office. 100%. I've had podcast guests not remember who I am. <laughs> it's just like, all right, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. It was a couple years ago, but all right, yeah. you know. We literally talked and drank for two hours. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who you are, but if you said it was, here, I'll send you the link. Right. That happened, man. <laughs> I've literally waited in red carpet lines with former guests, and they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then they look at me blank stare. I'm like, "All right, cool." Right, right. Thinking you're just some random person that's like, "Hey, how are you?" And you're like, "Well, you were on my show. We talked." And they're like, "I have no idea who you are. I'm sorry." <laughs> no, just on a kind of tangent side note for your audience. I can't pick Bob out of a lineup because he won't get on fucking camera. <laughs> if I run into him somewhere and be like, "Oh, you got cheap wine," I may know who you are. Right, right, right. So yeah, so when, when I when I hit up Twitter and I say, "Yeah, I ran into a to, to Matt the other day and he did not know who I was," then we can go back to this and you have your proof saying, "I had no idea. I didn't see the guy. I didn't see the guy." Also, I am not a fucking celebrity. In any way, shape, or form. So I'm just an asshole when I forget people. <laughs> That's what I say to him. I'm just like, I'm like, sorry, I just don't remember who you are. I mean, it's it's nothing against you. It's not that you're a bad person. It's just people just it's just one in in one year out the other. It's just like I have no idea who that was. Yeah, I no fucking idea. <laughs> Like, I, I've definitely had sexual partners that I couldn't pick up out of a line. <laughs> right, right. And you're like, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I guess it was good, but I don't remember you. Oh, I, I mean, I'm definitely people I've had sex with multiple times that I can't remember their name. Right. 
Like, if I can't remember someone I've been inside of multiple times, you definitely don't stand a chance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You, you were on that intimate level with them. You, you were inside of them, and you can't remember. You just remember and you can't remember one random person that you, <laughs> you talked to once. It's like, eh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember she wore, like, you know, Rainbow colored thighs, but that's about it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm breaking out the real example to prove this actually happened. Okay, so that was the real deal. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, not just you know bullshitting for your show here. That yeah. really fucking happened. I can't remember that girl's name. We dated. <laughs> I still can't remember. <laughs> dated, had sex multiple times. Still can't remember who the hell she was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm see. I I bring out the low class in other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, while while it's not the the pineapple earthquake, it, it's other you know uh, bottom shelf bot, bottom shelf stories. I guess we could say. Oh yeah, no, no. As I like to tell my audience and everyone who will listen, low is a class. So when you're like, stay classy. Low is a class. Right. Right. We're not, we're not saying high class. You know, low class is fine too. Wherever your comfort oh, yeah. zone is, that's perfectly fine. Take a seat, crack open a drink, and join us. Fuck yeah. Low class is the majority of us. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. The majority of the population in this world is low class. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> there's, there's no shame in drinking low class or living low class. Man, just do you. Whatever works for you, do it up, and and we're here for you. Fuck yeah! I hell the only reason I drink like better quality and there's finger quotes. Yeah, for yeah, the <laughs> see it, yeah. <laughs> is it reduces my hangovers? Like it's purely self-serving. Yeah. Then I don't want to be diabetic and lose a foot. <laughs> well, that's true. We already talked about you know not losing a kidney yet due to being passed out drunk in Atlantic City, but, you know, that that would have not been, well, I guess it would have been my fault, but, you know. Well, Whoa, I guess it, we don't blame. We don't blame. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was saying, well, it would have been my fault because of my drinking. It would have been taken from me, but it wouldn't have been a direct result of my drinking, not because of years of drinking, you know, low-class stuff that I would have to lose a body part or something like that, but, but you know. Anyway, like you I, said, <laughs> I would rather lose a kidney than a foot. Just putting it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you 100 percent on that one. Yeah, like, yeah, I may not be able to process shit as well, but at least I could still walk to the liquor store. Exactly. You got two kidneys, so you you, you can survive with it. Exactly. I mean, you got two feet, but you will really miss that other one. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. That's something you use constantly. You know. Anytime you move, you need that foot. Yeah, plus then you got to clean the wound and all that. Like internal wounds, you don't got to clean like that. I, I'm sure the stump gets smelly. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pour a little alcohol on it to, you know, you know, clean it out, you know. Right? I'm like, I only want to pour alcohol in me to clean me. Right, not, 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 right, not on me. <laughs> exactly, exactly, like, this is for internal cleaning. Exactly. It's, it's for the internal consumption, for the enjoyment of it. You know, so. 
Just wanted to show you how much damage I've done already. See? Hey, make, making good making good progress through here. You know, that's yeah. the difference between when you're sipping on the alcohol like that, between, you know, I just uh, just getting to the bottom of this, this can of, of earthquake here. You know, the, the good stuff. See, you hear that? The... <laughs> What the hell, Bob? Why are you nursing? See, see, hey, you know, well, well, like we said, you know, you get that that carbonation, you know, all that stuff. You know, it, it, it's tough. You, know, you gotta, you gotta find. Or otherwise, I'm sitting here burping for an hour, you know. And see, I, I wanted to see you stone cold Steve Austin too. Fucking like, yeah, just just bashing them and then just dumping them all over me, you know. Next time, next time you come on the show, I'll make sure that that we'll 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 do it on on full video. We'll we'll do a beer bash. We'll 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 Hell crack yeah. them open and, and do it that way. <laughs> we'll make some like what could be weird OnlyFans content for somebody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put this it. Money be made. Exactly. You can put it up on your website. Put it on the video version. You know, get them to pay for that content, man. You know, do it, do it up. Yeah, I mean, hey, come on, man, I, sense to watch Bob like be sticky forever because I don't <laughs> think you're ever getting that out. Yeah, no, you, you, we have to make sure that we'll do that in, like in the summertime, so then I can do it outside and then just kind of jump in the pool and kind of try to rinse it off that way. Even though then the pool filter would then be like consumed with this gooey pineapple malt beverage concoction uh of it so so we'll, we'll, we'll find a way in my mind i just watched you like in a kiddie pool doing it just standing <laughs> in a kiddie pool doing it. oh <laughs> just bashing it and hey we can uh, we can do that too i mean we can whatever the fans want to see we'll we'll make sure to make it happen for them so we'll we're all about appeasing the fans and and like you say, all about finding a way to monetize it and then do it there. They want to pay 99 cents, watch the video, <laughs> you know, rack no, it up. Exactly. Exactly. Come on. How could you not want to see that? A grown man in a kiddie pool with cheap malt liquor just all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. How, how would you not want to see that? Like I'd pay. Same. I'll put it up. I'll pay nine cents to watch it again. <laughs> just keep That's magical. Just keep clicking the link. Just say ninety nine cents. Just keep deducting from my account constantly. You know, like next thing you know, ten bucks right there. <laughs> just watching it over and over again. Hey, ten bucks is ten bucks, man. That's a third of a way to a new bottle. Exactly. We'll we'll take it. You know, nothing or wrong with that. Fucking three of what you're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So so, what's what's next with you? I know I know you got the podcast. I know you're doing Twitch streaming now. Uh, what's what's next for you? What's what's on tap for you? Uh, urination is what's on tap for me right now. I will be right back. <laughs> I hate to do it. No, but you know what? I mean, let let me crack open another one. Um, I don't have another earthquake here, but I'll crack up something totally different though. To in urinate too. So. I'm going to urinate. I'm going to get another ice cube, and then we'll get into it. There you go. All right. Hopefully, I don't have to plunge the toilet again. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Godspeed. 
All right, so we are back here. You know, a little uh, urination break, a little refueling break here. I'm going to crack open a cold one here. Now, you know, now since we are, you know, full disclosure, we, we are recording this on a on a Tuesday night. So, you know, while I was enjoying a pineapple earthquake, now I took it down a notch here. I got a little uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon Easy. So this is the low-calorie light version of PBR. So we're... <laughs> Like I, I no Matt's longer leaving, give, yeah. So I no longer give permission to use my likeness for this. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to be associated with this show anymore. What? When you on a fucking diet? Like you know, you got a modeling competition, you got a bikini competition. Hey, that you got a show for? Like, hey, we were just talking before. We were talking about you know, you know, gaining that you know that COVID weight. You know, <laughs> so we got to <laughs> you got to do what we can somehow. To oh yeah, I mean whiskey is only seventy five uh, calories per shot. Okay, I mean, this is um, yeah, this is 110 calories per can, right? So, but who's winning? This guy. All right. Yes, yes. Matt's got me on, on that one there. But but no, no, no. As, as stupid as it is, that's actually why I started drinking whiskey rocks was to try to lose some weight. Like dead <clears> serious. <throat> I used to be like a hardcore Jack and Coke guy. Right, and then you're like the Coke is going to kill you on it. Right, and then like. Drinking Jack Daniels without it is real bad. Right. Real bad. <laughs> so I, you're like, okay, what alcohol can I drink? And, you know. Yeah, and it's like, oh, now I got to drink better whiskeys. Like, I have to up my flavor palette. And it's like, oh, 75 calories per shot. I mean, it doesn't matter when you still drink, like, fucking 15 shots. But Well, right. <laughs> That's a trade-off when it's like, it's like, oh, well, you know, I can drink, you know, light beer. And that would be better for me. But if I drink 10 light beers, <laughs> uh, that kind of defeats the purpose of a light beer. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Still, if you were drinking like, you know, real beer. Right, right. You're drinking a full heavy beer, you know, 150 calories compared to 110, you know, or other ones that are low, uh, lower calories than like, that. There's some Michelob that is like, you know, nothing. Right, right. Like this, the 64 calorie or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the struggle, man. It's the struggle we're in these days trying to, you know, since everybody's kind of stuck at home, you know, drinking, doing their own thing. It's like the beginning of the year, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm, kind of drinking you know every night of the week and then having a few beers here and there i was like all right well all right i'll try to cut it down you know just to the weekend but then i was like oh well you know friday saturday sunday well you know what thursday's kind of the weekend i kind of got to do it then and then it's like well but if i record you know a podcast you know a day during the week i got to drink during that too and then next thing you know it's like well well, had a rough Monday. I got a drink. I need I need a drink tonight. The next thing you know, you got six out of seven days, and it's like, you know, screw it. Wednesday, have another beer. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You got to take that some day. On the some day, God rested. So, eh, it's yeah, fine. See? It's true. It's true. <laughs> now, I, I've, I've, I mean, this might be a little off-brand, you know, a little, you know, pull the curtain back for your audience. <laughs> But I pretty much try to just drink when I'm on the internet. Like, 
So like when I'm doing podcasts or when I'm streaming is the only time I'm really drinking like for the most part. I mean, occasionally. Yeah. You know, but these days, with- but as we were talking before our urination and, and drink refill break, we were saying, you know, what do you, what do you got going on? And with your Twitch streaming now you're doing that, you know, a few few nights a week, right? I mean, that's five. five so when five when you days. say you're drinking only nights, you're either streaming or recording a podcast. If you're streaming five nights a week, I'm assuming you're probably not recording a podcast on one of those nights. So sometimes, then that, I mean, okay, all right. But then that'd be a sixth day, and then looks like we're in the same boat here. <laughs> yes, but I, I, I'm running it off as a business expense of the IRS. Okay, all right. The the, the top song. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I mean, I'm if not... you're not, if you're not, you're fucking up. Like, 100%, like, when I buy alcohol, this is catering for the, inter- for the business. See, now now I know. When I file my taxes this, for, for 2020, now I know what to <laughs> add as a business expense, so. Oh, yeah, oh. I mean, this probably will get me audited, but fuck it. I, I run off so many tabs like for the business. Like, I will go out with friends and be like, "Podcast, okay, this is a business meeting." Right. <laughs> as much as I like hate pretty much everything the Republicans did in the last couple of years, the fact that they got the full the three martini lunch push through on the budget bill, where you could fully write off meals for business expenses, was the best day. I'm like, holy fuck. Fucking couple hundred bar, uh, couple hundred dollar bar tabs going right on my taxes now. Right, you're like as long as you sat down once and said, "All right, you guys don't have a podcast, right?" Everybody says yes. You're like, "All right, now we can carry on." We we discussed the or, podcast, or it's like, "Hey, would you like to be on my show? I host a show called the Now We Drink." There we go. That's a business meeting. See, there you go. You just threw that pitch out there, and you go from there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The alcohol don't pay for itself, but it's good to write it off. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, no, it does not pay for itself. If you can get somebody to pay f- for it for you, yeah, that's the way to do it. But until then, if we have to try to write it off as a business expense, then what do we have to do? You know, we're USA. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> USA. <laughs> So 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 what is so what is on tap for you? What's what's next for you with the podcast streaming? Uh, what what do you have going on in the works over there? So it's a Tuesday night tonight. Tomorrow I will be playing XCOM with my fucking Twitch community. Where if you want to, you can fucking jump into my fucking Discord and tell me a name, and I will add you into the fucking game and probably get you murdered by aliens. <laughs> Sounds like a win. For me, I mean, I've gotten myself <laughs> killed twice. Like in two campaigns, I've gotten myself killed twice. So it's one of those things where, if you're unfamiliar with the XCOM games, especially XCOM Two, you're, the aliens have taken over, and you're you're basically a guerrilla force trying to fight off aliens that have taken over the planet. And when soldiers die, they stay dead. Okay. So yeah, I've gotten myself killed off. <laughs> But but you're relatively new into the to the Twitch streaming uh, game, right? I mean, over since the past year or so was when you've kind of uh, jumped in with during all the COVID and the pandemic. Was when you were like, "Screw it, I'm gonna give it." a Oh try. yeah, I, it was one of those things where like 
March of last year, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to be playing video games while I'm stuck at home. Like, there aren't any, any production jobs where I'm on a set and actually, like, out in the world working. I might as well try and make some money playing video games. And a DJ friend of mine's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just got bumped to affiliate because of my SoundCloud Pro account. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? I literally <laughs> had a SoundCloud Pro... Uh, alcohol. <laughs> Take another drink. <laughs> yeah, it helps. It helps. Mm-hmm. I literally had a SoundCloud Pro account just for the internal browser for my website. It's not my main hosting, but Squarespace has a built-in SoundCloud player. So if you go to nowwedrink.com, you can listen to the episodes via SoundCloud. So I had a pro account. And if you had a pro account, they'd automatically bump you to affiliate. So I got bumped to affiliate and was able to make money like day one of taking it seriously. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, I've really embraced the grind. Like I went from streaming on my Xbox with no face cam to my Xbox fucking mic to I'm talking to you on my fucking stream setup right now. I'm talking to you on a $400 shotgun mic with the $800 camera and a $3,000 PC. I was going to say, this, it's, it's some high quality stuff you have going over there. I mean, from what I can see, I mean, it's not the run of the mill, you know, as we were talking before we started recording, you know, running your old, you know, three megapixel webcam on your <laughs> Windows 98 desktop waiting for the modem to kick in. Oh yeah, Bob can see my pores right now. Oh yeah, they're, they're all they're all there, and the more he drinks, the more I, I can see the alcohol starting to you know fill those pores. So this is a pleasant whiskey oak smell. <laughs> yeah, too bad we don't have the the scent coming through the. Nah, we actually we don't want that. No, no, we'll, you don't want that. No, like, no, I no, no, seen, no. I haven't seen people in a couple of days. I smell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it this way. Yeah instead so no that that's interesting you know it's it's cool that you're doing the twitch stuff now um getting the the followers and everything related i I know that's a grind to go through and and get that that kind of stuff going it's honestly like a harder grind than podcasting in some respects just because at least you know when you come to podcasting and people like are here for the bullshitting and like they're here for the conversation with Twitch. It's like I'm on a censored medium, so I gotta like dial it down a little bit. Right. And then right. I'm also, depending on what I'm playing, I'm competing against, you know, people that are literally got 10,000 viewers at a moment. And it's just, it, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, please come subscribe to the Twitch stream. Um, there's a lot of great things about Twitch, but it it has worse discoverability than podcasting, which I didn't think was possible until I got into it. <laughs> right. When you're like, you're like, well, I thought people discovering a podcast is pretty bad. And you're like, well, damn it. Now Twitch is even worse with, you know, getting people to, to follow you on there or, or subscribe to you. I mean, subscribing is the main thing that you want people to do. I mean, you, people can follow you on, you can get followers and, you know, level up on the Twitch side related to followers, but really getting people to subscribe to you is the main goal for, for Twitch. 
just just from what I know related to it. I mean, I, I don't do much Twitch stuff myself, but uh, Dennis, um, who does some stuff on the website at bumwinebob.com, we just started, he started a Twitch a while back where he was doing some kind of podcasting, live streaming stuff. And now we, we kind of revamped it to bwbradio.com where he's doing a lot of, you know, if it's not anything streaming live, he's just doing kind of like music streaming and we're doing kind of like rock blocks, uh, things like that. We're going to start doing some live shows, uh, maybe do some like headbangers ball, old school, like music video type things, just different so, ideas. So are we talking Ricky Rackman era or are we talking Jasta era? Of uh, Ricky, Ricky Rackman era. You know, the, Hell yeah. The, yeah, the, the original, you know, the, the OG, you know, headbangers ball uh, stuff. So, and even like that, I mean, I think, I don't know, it might be like 70 something followers he has on there now. And I know it's, it's just a grind of trying to get people to, to follow you and just interact with it and get the content out there. It's, it's similar to podcasting yet totally different in a sense of how people interact with it. 100%. Like I refer to it as nerdy cam girling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it has much more similarity to like, you know, someone who's on MFC or Chatterbait because like I got to put on a show and I got to interact with my chat, but I may make zero fucking money for doing it. Right. Zero. Like, and I bitched about this on my own show a few times. Like I, but it's important for your audience to know, like, Without fail, it's some motherfuckers that are spending no money that are making demands of you. Like, oh, can you do this? Like, motherfucker, you have spent no money. <laughs> None. <laughs> How dare you? Like, it's cool that you show up all five nights a week to bullshit. But at the end of the day, that doesn't keep the electricity on or pay the internet bill right. that is bringing it to you. Yeah. Like, drop some coin if you want to make demands of that. It's like I said. It is essentially just the same thing as as webcamming for for things like that. It's like people will join it and say, "Hey, you know, do this, do that." But if you're not going and saying, "Here's some tokens," you know, "Here's some money to to throw it at you," it's like, "Well, what am I gonna listen to you?" Exactly. I had motherfuckers roll into my chat room and like, "Yo, twerk for us." I'm like, "Pay first. I'll twerk. Pay first. <laughs> Show me the money." Show right. me the money. <laughs> I'll do whatever you, you want. Think you think I'm fucking new? That I'm going <laughs> to fucking be like twerk and then like, oh, they didn't tip. Fuck. Like, yeah. This motherfucker ain't dumb. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what's going on, guys. So, so don't try to pull right. a fast one on him. I, I have been involved in the sex industry for better part of a decade. Actually, over a decade at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first AVN was 2010. So... So yeah, yeah. Like I, I know what's up. You pay first, then I deliver. Exactly, exactly. You want to see Matt show you the good stuff on the Twitch stream? You know, just gotta throw a few, few bucks, a uh, few coins that way. You'll get what yeah, you want. He'll leave you satisfied. I will. I will. the The biggest tip I've gotten so far was I charged one of my viewers twenty dollars a shot for me to drink warm gin. <laughs> I do shots of fucking Bombay Sapphire. No chaser, just fucking <laughs> just, room temperature. Uh, hey, 
60 bucks for fucking three shots of gin? <clears throat> I've done worse. Yeah, no, no, definitely. No, no, nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that's tame compared to some other things you could have been doing on there, you know. I mean, even though within reason on Twitch, you can only do so much, it's not like we're getting, uh, getting too crazy on there, but... Uh, within reason, within within reason, like I I give my viewers the ability to like make me do shots for just fucking channel points. Yeah, and people seem to enjoy watching me get fucked up while I'm trying to play video games against fucking teenagers that know how to play much better than I do. Right. <laughs> like I regularly stream Fortnite. I am not good at it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's... Like. I have the reflexes of a drunk 40-year-old. Well, I mean, at the time, you probably are a drunk 40-year-old when you're playing it, so... <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm representing what I am. <laughs> exactly. You can't keep up with the kids these days. I mean, I know... I, I haven't played Fortnite in a, probably a few years at this point. I mean, I, I played it when it first came out. Uh, and even at that point, it was like, all right, you know what? I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I I barely know what's going on, but I still play it. I also make like video content out of it that makes no sense to anyone who actively plays Fortnite. Like all the jokes are for people that are of my age, and then everyone who's my age doesn't realize that I've made jokes in the videos because they don't have never played Fortnite to realize that like I just rewound something to illustrate how badly I'm playing the game. <laughs> I literally dropped a video like a week and a half ago on my YouTube where I did the $6 million man sound effect and did slow motion. And people of my age group are like, that's part of the game. And like, kids are oh, like, what is what that? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So you, you're trying to serve two different worlds with that. And, and neither of them understand it in the exact con- context that it's happening. So it's like, okay, well, well I try. I tried my best. I mean, I'm mostly just doing shit that I'm amused by and hoping that other people dig it. I mean, that's really how I now I drink rolls too. It's just like, right? Oh, hopefully I'm amused by this shit. So hopefully you are too. Right, right. And if you're having fun doing it, and it's like, all right, well, I'm having fun doing it, and you think that okay, this was awesome. I had a good time, and then you see, okay, well, did people like it? Did they not like it? And you kind of go from there. It's like, well, I had fun doing it. If you guys don't like it, well, screw you. Well, it's not even screw you. Did it get buried by the YouTube algorithm? <laughs> Do people right. even know this exists? Right, right. That's the same thing. You're fighting that <laughs> on everything, on every social media, you know, Twitter, Instagram. It's like you post something and it's like, it just sits there and, you know, like waiting. Okay, somebody going to like this or do anything? It's like, well, people will like the post from five days ago, but this one gets no interaction. It's like that damn algorithm just, it never pops up on people's feed. You never see it. 100%. It's just like, it, it's just a fucking game. And like, you have to be patient. You can't just be like, Oh, that posting <laughs> interaction. Aww. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing we said before with the podcast and people start a new podcast. It just kind of hope for the, the fame and fortune at the very beginning and then they don't get it in two months. They're like, all right, you know, we're done. It's like, well, did you give it any time to really, you know, grow or anything? You just said that 
we didn't get 5,000 downloads in, you know, a week. We're done. And I hate to break it to you, $5,000 ain't shit. <laughs> most, you know, most major podcast networks won't touch you till 30,000 to 50,000 unique downloads per episode. Wow. Wow. Like, you know, because I've reached out to Podcast One. I've reached out to, like, other fucking podcasts. I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, I'm not at that plateau yet. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep doing my own thing over here, my own island. I'm just going to be on my yep. own. Just doing my own Maybe thing. Maybe one day. But uh, I also realized, like, what what do those networks really offer to, a like, a podcaster who's willing to put in the work? Like, right. I totally get if you're already a celebrity in another field that those podcast networks are fucking essential because it's like, oh, yeah, we will cross-promote you on fucking Chris Jericho's show or another big show, and mm-hmm. then we'll just get your fucking numbers. But if you're already putting in the work and you're like, I'm here in the fucking trenches, I'm willing to eat shit numbers, and I don't want to give you a fucking piece of this shit, and I don't want to have to censor what I want to say because, like, your fucking advertisers aren't about it. What do they really have to offer? Right, because you, yeah, that's the trade-off. Because you're like, well, I want all the downloads, I want the listens, but if I have to sacrifice what I'm doing to to get there, then you're just butchering the show, and then it's not as fun anymore. I mean, yes, I mean, I was gonna say, money making money is fun, you know, doing it, but if you can't do your show the way you want to. Then it's like, well, is it worth it? I mean, that's the yeah. that's the big question. I mean, would you want to keep doing the show if you could only promote Ciroc every night? Right, exactly. That's it's like, okay, well, we'll get you this sponsor. You can do this, and you can only drink that. And it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, that's cool, but I still want to do my own thing. That's yeah, the, and, that's the problem. And that's the beauty of the medium is it is still the wild west because. Apple is just like, don't promote hate speech, bro, and do whatever you want. Exactly, right, right. You do your own thing. As long as you're not doing anything that's against the law, you know, go at it. You know, I mean, even some things that are against the law, I've definitely talked about doing hallucinogens a bunch. Yeah, well, no. I've heard quite a few things. If if you happen to see a a little uptick in your your, uh, listens or downloads over the past, you know, week or so, that's probably me, you know, going through your podcast <laughs> to, to, to listen to things. Um, yeah, what, heard, which episodes were you listening to? Uh, There's a, a few, mostly newer ones that that you did. But um, yeah, I heard quite a few things about some some mushrooms and uh, yeah, things like that that might have been uh, going on. Yeah, and Apple doesn't give a fuck as long as yeah. I'm not promoting hate speech. I'm like, yep. I got fucking blasted and took off on a fucking eighth of shrooms like a couple times in recent memory. Like, I've done more hallucinogens in 2020 than I had in like the decade <laughs> previously. When, so, like, when you have nothing else to do, well, it's, it's, not even like, <laughs> it's, it's not even like the rat in the fucking, like, you know, bored rat fucking situation. It's just like, oh, hey, um, more and more studies are showing that like psilocybin's good for you. And well, it's fun. It's fucking fun. I mean, have, <laughs> have you partaken? I, I have not. No. You got to fix that shit. <laughs> fix that. Like, 
I, I I'm not a weed smoker. Like I am a drunk and hallucinogens. Like those are the like the two. Mm-hmm. Like I have no interest in opiates, but like hallucinogens and drinking. So it's the combination that that does it for you. I mean, sometimes at the same time, but mostly like I try to, you know, keep them. Up. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, lying, try, like, you, you try to, but it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, sometimes it's like it's kind of a chicken and the egg situation where like sometimes I'm drunk and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do these mushrooms. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm doing these mushrooms. Like, I can go for a drink right now. (laughs) But I I don't – California just put a bill out that is going to potentially decriminalize any fungus-based hallucinogens. Okay. So that will be fucking amazing. I'm sure my dealer will be really happy about that. (laughs) LA is amazing. Like my mushroom dealer has business cards. Wow, so that's that's legit shit over there. (laughs) (laughs) But you've never done mushrooms at all? Uh, No, I I have not. No, I'm I'm mostly just I'm I'm just a drinker. That's that's my that's my go to uh, with that. Yeah. So now maybe no no have have not done anything else no. Oh, we gotta fix this. Shit. <laughs> we gotta fix this shit. Well, if people want to pay to see those videos, maybe we'll make it happen. I need the mushrooms. Is forty bucks, man? It's, it's worth the time. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing about like mushrooms and shit like that is like there is no hangover. It's an interesting time. It's like it's just a wild experience. This is like. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on my own podcast recently, but like, I literally was just talking to myself in a mirror for a half hour, just like fucking monologuing like <laughs> right. I was on stage. Right. And it was, I had a good time with it. Like, just, it makes some movies more enjoyable. I mean, some movies are really not so good on mushrooms, but. And just, it's a very different high. It's it's a good time, though. And like, it helps your mental mental stability like there's the whole stone date theory which is like we didn't become humans so we started like ingesting psilocybin hmm. okay i'm probably horribly butchering the theory but that's, <laughs> that's the close quick enough. And dirty of it it's close it's enough it's and, close enough that yeah. is the the matt slayer Cl- cliff notes version of it right like right hey we started doing mushrooms and now we're not monkeys here we are and here we are <laughs> but seriously you should just for the experience of it like you just you get introspective you get to it's just a fun experience like even if you're not doing it for like spiritual or fucking enlightenment it's just fucking fun right right it's just it's for the fun of it yeah yeah i mean you're in new jersey <laughs> someone in new york's got to be like yo bob Got an A for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm probably once this podcast drops, we'll we'll see if the DMs start, you know, uh, lighting up with um, people reaching out and they say, "Hey, we heard you know Matt saying you should try this stuff." You know, here we got the hookup for you. So we'll we'll see what happens. I, I'm curious, like, why haven't you before now? I, I I've just never had the want or you know the desire to, and that's really the main thing. Um, I just never had, well, I've never had the, either the opportunity to come up that somebody's like, Hey, you should do this or going out of my way. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody like are you telling me no one's offered you cocaine either like what oh no no i i did have a friend that bought cocaine in Atlantic city but that's a different story for... Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's all want... baby laxative yeah no, that's you, all you baby laxative no, you don't want you don't want uh Atlantic city cocaine <laughs> you, you almost never want drugs that are offered to you on a street level yeah no no like i was in columbia and like a dude offered us coke and it was just like, yo, you guys are Americans. Like, do a bump. A rail will kill you. And I was just like, I, I actually don't think we're good. I think we're good. I we're think we're good. Gonna, think... We're just not going to buy cocaine. We're just not. Even though we're in Columbia, we're just not going to buy cocaine. Yeah, I think I think we'll, we'll pass on that. <laughs> I mean, we did chew a lot of coca leaves, though. We chewed a lot of coca leaves. Let's see. Which is perfectly legal to just buy a bag of coca leaves to chew on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. You do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> when in Rome, right, man? I like hey, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. I, I don't feel like your first time on hallucinogens should really be captured on film. <laughs> just for, I, I feel like that's you know, more. Li- liability, you know, like liability reasons or. <laughs> I mean, it's your camera. I mean, it's your own liability. <laughs> it, it's more just like, that should be like a personal introspective right, moment. Right, like one of those, you know your own spiritual self-spiritual moments on there exactly exactly like you should be like oh shit found god <laughs> you never know <laughs> like, right the next night you you're you just kind of fall asleep and pass out for a few hours wake up and you're like oh okay well that was interesting and <laughs> let's, let's see what happens Psilocybin, like, is such a fucking time. Like, it, it's hard to describe what all it, like, you know, it, it visually can be very different every time you fucking do it. There are some common things, but it's, it's just, it's a good time. And, like, I find, especially in, you know, the 2020, 2021 mm-hmm. year, like, it's hard to, you know, there's some depressive elements going on. It's hard to be fucking isolated if you're doing shit properly. And it's a better antidepressant than, like, an antidepressant. Like, yo, right, a prescribed right. antidepressant. You know, there were points in 2020 where it's just like, oh, I'm kind of down. Oh, I am gonna fucking blast off, and then when I came out of it, I'm like, I'm good. Right, like I'm I good. feel better now. Like I good. I you know, I had, yeah, you're feeling down. You do it. You're like, all right. You're like, okay, good. I kind of worked it out. Did my own thing. I'm good to go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, oh, thirty-five and. <laughs> I think the first time I did LST was I was fifteen. So like, oh my god! I, I didn't mean to blow your mind here tonight, and you know. I mean, you did, you did. Like, for someone to, you know, as low <laughs> class as yourself, but like, like, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with hard drugs. I'm just drinking cheap fucking booze. Like, it, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's just been my thing. It's just the, the cheap booze and and getting drunk and doing it that way. That's always been my my go to, you know, vice for for things and 
I mean, it's mostly my go-to vice too, but you gotta expand the horizons a little bit. Right, right, right. You you took that level and then kind of just you know you you took it up a notch. You, know, you just kind of t- took a step above and did it there. Where you're like, I'm not I'm not going hardcore, you know, crazy, you know, with you know hard stuff. Like I'm just gonna kind of you know take it a step up, you know, try something different. One hundred percent. It's just one of those things. Like for me. I have no problems with people who abuse. Well, you shouldn't abuse opiates. Like you shouldn't abuse anything. But people that do opiates, you know, shoot heroin, whatever. Like I have friends that have done it, and it's just one of those things. Like I have problems with intravenous needles. Like it's just never appealed to me. Right, right. And I'm not knocking my friends who've done it, as long as they're not negatively affecting anyone else. Like as I say, pretty often, like. Anything's good as long as you're not negatively affecting other people. Like, you want to fucking shoot heroin and you don't have kids or a spouse that depend on you, shoot fucking heroin. Right. But it's just never had any interest for me. Just like Coke's really never had any interest for me. Even though I'm bad feeling like I like caffeine, so (laughs) might be a good time. You never know. Right. But I, I've had sinus problems my whole fucking life, so I've always been worried about, like... Right, right. You don't want to <laughs> aggravate something, and the next thing you know is something that you're like, great, you know, I did cocaine once, and now my sinuses are all fucked up even more. <laughs> I mean, I was always and, just worried about, like, I wouldn't actually be able to snort it. Like, like right. oh, shit, I, I, I can't even clear it. Fuck. I, yeah. I just have, like, a fucking coke booger. <laughs> right, right. You're like, great, what's this? What's hanging out of my nose? Like, god damn it. <laughs> like this is like fucking ten dollars on my num my nose is numb. Fuck. Right, right. This was not what what they told me it was going to be like. God damn it, guys. Right. And for drinking coca tea in Colombia, like it definitely can fuck up your dopamine. Like I was, I made a horrible mistake my last night in Colombia. I was there, like I was just starting to feel a little like under the weather, like a little like sick. I'm like. I'm going to drink some hot tea. The only thing I had to make hot tea with was coca leaves. <laughs> I did not think this shit through. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll make some hot tea. Drank the coca tea. Was feeling better. I also could not fucking sleep. <laughs> like uh, Last night in country, I have a fairly early flight. I would like to sleep a little. Mm-hmm. I would like to sleep. Can't fucking sleep. Fuck. Dumb shit. Lack of forethought on my part on that one. These things happen. Yeah. yeah. You're in a new country, new experiences. Sometimes you, yeah, shit happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, I also ate giant ants while I was down there. So, well, <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, when in Colombia. Oh, yeah. When you go to like almost any of the tourist spots, there's people selling giant fucking bullet ants. Like, they're delicious, by the way. They're fucking okay. delicious. Like, they're crunchy and salty and they're roasted. Oh, they're fucking That's so good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking good. Like, I, <laughs> I totally bought them just to do a bit on the internet. And then was like, oh, these are delicious. Like, I'll keep eating these <laughs> like, Oh, wow, this is good. Like, I didn't know yeah. it was this good. How can you guys tell me these ants were this good? Yeah, I mean, they're just pro- crunchy protein, salty protein. Like, right. <laughs> if we get back... Get past that there are giant fucking ants. They're fucking delicious. 
If it tastes good, why not? Bob, have you been out of the country? Uh, I, I've been to Aruba. That That's as far as I've gone out of the country. I, I don't know if you want to count that. I mean, it's not quite out of the country. I mean, it's out of the country, but, you know, not, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> For your listeners, I encourage all of you, get your fucking passport. When the pandemic dies down, see the fucking world. Go get weird with fucking strangers in strange places. Like, no no offense, Bob. Fuck resorts. Like, it is about getting a fucking place to stay in the middle of a neighborhood, getting the local currency, and trying to figure it out. Yeah, no... Just, you're not wrong. Like to... No, no, you're, you. I, I can't. I can't argue with you on that. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, it's you get out there with the people and you see how they live and what they do when you just kind of you know go with the flow with them. One hundred percent. And the thing about it is, like, I've been on six continents, and without fail, anywhere you go, as long as it's not an active war zone, there are people thriving in these cities. Like, and you interact with them. And you find out what they're about. You ask them where to check out. And except for Amsterdam, I've never been steered wrong on like a local telling me where to check out. Okay. Fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> one of my guys hit on a girl in a metal bar. Oh. She's like, oh, you, should, you should check out the ice bar. The ice bar was a horrible tourist trap. It was literally a bar made of ice inside of a walk-in freezer. That is nautical theme, not a, based on a Dutch exposition. Uh, <sighs> expedition words <laughs> and they give you like two tokens once you're in the ice bar to redeem for two drinks and it's just like i just watched a video and put on a heavy jacket and i went into a walk-in freezer for a bar made of ice yeah i i've seen the videos of that and i'm like like really is is this a lot of fun and I mean, now you said i mean it's interesting it was amusing i the whole time was giving my buddy shit like Oh, that girl definitely didn't want to fuck you. Right. You go to the ice bar. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, they just freeze your balls off. And yeah. I mean, yeah. I have some hilarious pictures of me in, like, inside a walk in freezer, like, being silly. <laughs> yeah. but, like, it was still like, of everywhere we went in Amsterdam, this is pretty fucking lame. Yeah. But. Right, it's it's not the real Amsterdam at that point. That's just like the tourist spot of people going to. Oh, here, you're from out of the country. Go to the ice bar. You can see it there. And but it's like nobody really from Amsterdam really ever goes there. Fuck no. I mean, Fuck maybe no. maybe they go there once. You know, maybe when it first opened or whatever the story is with it there. But they're not they're not going there. I mean, that'd be like you know, you're a New York New Jersey guy. Be like. Yo, go to Times Square. It's the bomb. Right, right. No one, no one's doing that shit. No, no one, no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so magical to like go roll into a country like bullshit with people. Like, so where do you drink? Like, right. I would like to drink where you drink. Right. You want you want the dive bars, the the local bars, not the tourist high end bars that oh. Oh, cool! You're from oh, where are you? I'm from Chicago. I'm I'm from New York. It's like, well, I don't 
care. I can see you guys anywhere in, in the United States. I want to see the real people that live here in Amsterdam, not just other tourists, you know, so. Exactly, exactly. So I'm <laughs> pissing in a cup while we do this podcast. I didn't want to end the, like, <laughs> that's a, it's, a, it's happening, don't worry. It, it, yeah, it, it happened there. Is it really coming through on the mic? Oh, I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard it. And I think yeah, that's it's... the I think that's the first time anybody has pissed on the podcast on you know, on on Mike. So so Well I'm happy to to that. Uh, I, I did throw up one time not on the mic, but as when I started doing the podcast, I used to do it as like a, a live show. Oh, that's, and, that's foolish. And I was out one night beforehand at a party, was totally hungover the next day. I, I did the podcast at 11 a.m. on Sundays. Oh, God. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because where, where it was hosted, they gave you, like, live blocks where you could have, like, it was more like a radio show. You had a call-in number. People could call in, talk to you, but if you didn't pay for the service you only had a limited number of time slots you could use so i was like yeah 11 a.m on sundays that's you know you get the the wake up hangover crowd to to tune in and listen to it and i was out one saturday night at a friend's house partying totally hungover and i was getting ready to record i had a guest coming on the show and I did the old, you know, I'll do the hair of the dog. I'll crack open a beer, see if that will solve it. And took a few sips of it, you know, a few minutes before I was going to go live with it. And that was felt it coming right up. And I had how I did it at the time. I was recording through my phone. So I had like a Bluetooth headset in and had to run upstairs and as my intro music was playing for the show, I was in the bathroom throwing up <laughs> right right beforehand. Now, I don't think it came through on the audio side of it, but that was probably the closest that we had of somebody, um, I guess, exalting or whatever you want to call it, bodily fluids on a podcast. You know, we'll take breaks every now and then for, you know, urination things like that but uh on the audio recording side of it uh kudos to you for being the first one to because i mean usually the one hour mark is where i think i I usually get to before i'm like all right i gotta you know take a piss And, and we took a break probably around that time and then you're going I was so like, engaged. I didn't want to leave. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to take a break. Like, oh, we're 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 talking, we're chatting. You're like, you know, screw it. I'm just gonna piss. You know, right here. Like, yeah, right. I mean, I had I an empty cup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's got to be a good and, fucking and, twelve ounces. Right, I just pissed. Right, and don't worry, I mean, we did not see anything. It was all, you know. Um, I I know framing. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're professional. I just had a big smile on my face. I'm like, yeah. Hey, well, like, I just saw. I saw you on there. I'm like. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm like, does he, did he take his phone and was like looking down at it or, or something? And then next thing I know, I kind of heard the, <laughs> <laughs> the noise and I'm like, 
that son of a bitch is is pissing right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. And, you, and, yeah, you didn't, right and you didn't say anything at first until then you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah, figure that, it out. I mean, I was going to try to be stealthy about it, but I got called on it. So I'm like, I'm not going to be, I'm not ashamed yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be one of the times if you weren't on video, maybe you could have gotten away with it. And and like, it's oh, not like that my noise? dick was in frame. I mean, I just no, no, like no. It, it was it up was a little bit, like looking down, make sure like I'm not gonna make a mess in the middle of my living room. No, like, no, no. We don't want. That. I don't want to be the 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 cause of you making a mess, pissing on the carpet. You got to clean it up. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, then I'm like, my ro- my roommate. Like, why is there smell like pee in here? Like, hey, have you, you ever have you have you ever been on a podcast before? Do you not know how this works? Sometimes you piss on the carpet on, when you're on a podcast. It happens. I mean, I've had guests pee on air. Fucking uh, uh, Igor Smith uh, from Driven by Boredom, 100% like pissed in a monster can on air. <laughs> but totally didn't have to. I mean, I guess I didn't have to either. But <laughs> I guess nobody really has to, you know. No, I mean, no, and, and I thought about. It, I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't think because I've done a few podcasts. Um, I recorded a few when I've been sitting outside in my backyard on my patio uh, last year. I I didn't do any this year for whatever reason, but last year after I moved and I was able to do it outside, I did a few out back, um, which you can listen to me while I'm recording it, yelling at you know the cars going by you know, because they're beeping or something. I'm like, you know, we're trying to record a podcast out here. <laughs> I mean, this is probably like nine, 10 o'clock at night. I'm out in the backyard, you know, recording a podcast. And when I'm out there, technically, I guess, you know, when you're outside, you can piss anywhere you want. I mean, it's, it's all, it's well, all fair game out there. To be fair. I thought I was going to be a little stealthier than I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna get away with it. We're just gonna keep going the conversation. Like no one's gonna be any of the wiser. Like I wasn't gonna try to like, you know, take a second break, but say la vie. Yeah, nah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, hey, I'm here to break first for your show. That's it. That's it. You need to have this first sometime, and if you really got to do it right here, I mean, technically, I'm surprised I haven't done it myself before, but. You know, sometimes you got to be the one to do it. Now, maybe going forward, that becomes the big thing. It's like, you know, we're not going to take a break to piss anymore. We're just going to piss in. What do we have? We have some bottles, cups, whatever we have. <laughs> we'll, I mean, kind of I, pissed a, I pissed in a mixing tin, like, uh, yeah, like a bartender's mixing tin. Like yeah. Was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, just make sure you don't, you know. Oh, Ooh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it's probably almost all whiskey, but yeah, still, you you still have still. some of that bottle left that you don't need to start repurposing it yet. No, and then I have an, another bottle too. Yeah, so. You got backups, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I ain't running dry tonight. No, don't worry. No, don't worry. no, no. We're 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 good here. Yeah. Though <laughs> so on on the puking front, I did have one guest like call a break. Like uh, I need to take a break for a second. Puke in their cup and then go back on air. Like never got up from their seat. Right. Just puke, filled their cup with puke <sighs> and then like got back on air. Man, that's. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one thing to piss in a cup, but uh, to puke in a cup. 
I mean, and and to just puke that much that it only fills up one cup. I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I know when when I puke. I mean, it's like it's not going in one cup. I mean, that's for sure. Generally, not for me either. Yeah. Well, uh, I was super happy that he did not destroy my gear. So. Okay, so that so that was one with somebody that was with you in. in oh person. yeah, that was in person. Okay, okay, all right, all right, yeah. Like this is you know, back when Draven was still my co-host. Like, literally, the three of us were in a room, and he was just like, "Hold on, one second, I was gonna pause." I'm like, "Okay, pause," and he, without saying, right into his cup. And then that was just one, and that was it, and then he was good. And then it was good. I mean, he stopped drinking. I mean, we were drinking a hundred proof rye that night. Yeah. Too, so. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you can, I, mean, I guess sometimes you can feel if you have like that, just that one, like the small puke, not like the multiple violent pukes <laughs> that that definitely will not fill will fill multiple cups of it. But if you're just gonna do that one, that's just like where it's just kind of sitting in your you know, in your throat before it kind of makes its way down and you just kind of have to get it back up. In that case, yeah, I can see that. But otherwise, I'd be like, you know, hey, give me a second, you know, run to the bathroom quick, do it, then come back and continue the podcast. Honestly, I feel like he was so trashed out, like he wasn't making it to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So in that case, it's probably better off that he went in the cup. Otherwise, he would have started to walk. And then next thing, it was all over the floor. And you're like, yep. who's cleaning this up? You cleaning that up? Not it. Not me. Not me. No, not, it. <laughs> not it. I'm here to clean up audio, not vomit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in the job description. Uh, I exactly. want no part of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help that the guests decide to keep up with me on the 100 proof rye. Like, that. yeah, right. What's on them? Hey, you got to know your limits when you come into it. Got to sign a waiver. Say, hey. Well, and- I'm sure you've had this too, where like guests, you know, roll in and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to keep up with you drinking. And then they're like, I'm trash. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, we're drinking tonight, this and that. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm drinking this and that. The next thing you know, they start, you know, uh, slurring and going off into the la la land. And you're like, all right, well, it was good. Good chatting with you here this week. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. And, uh, We'll be talking to you in the future. Oh yeah, I'm back. Back when we did in-person shows, back in the old days, <laughs> I've definitely had a couple guests sleep it off on my couch. Yeah, or they're just like drank a little too much. Yeah, the couch is all yeah. yours. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay down here, just rest my eyes for a bit. Next thing you know, it's the next morning. All right, that was a good time. Thanks for uh, the hospitality and having me on the podcast. Uh, we'll have to do it again. Exactly. I, I definitely had a guest who like demanded I buy a second Xbox One controller, play me in UFC two until he passed out. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah, definitely. You don't know what you'll <laughs> what you'll come across uh, in the world of podcasting. That's well, especially uh, that's when you combine sure. alcohol. Yes, alcohol and podcasting are the 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 two uh, mixers that I, I think flow well together. Uh, at least for for me. Um, I mean, I, I I hate alcohol. I I want no part of it. No. <laughs> 
It's the worst. It is the worst for podcasting. The absolute fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. You would never drink on a podcast. Never. 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 <laughs> I've never gotten so drunk that I'm worried that I forgot to save the show. That's never happened. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that's the number one fear in in podcasting is that something that you record just either doesn't get saved or you lose it or something like that. Oh, I've definitely gotten so trashed in the morning. I'm like, holy fuck, did I save that episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the drawback of like hosting a show in person in my apartment. It's like, okay, the guest is gone. I'm going to go pass the fuck out now. Right. Or a couple guests have dragged me out to bars post-show. It's like, when I eventually get home and wake up the next morning, like, did I save that episode? Right. What, right. What happened? Did I do it? Then you're like, you run to the computer quick. You're like, oh, all right. Thank God. It's, it's there. It's there. One episode in particular I can think of where the guests dragged me out to a show afterwards never aired because they're like, oh, we got too drunk on your show. Like, I, I'm not cool with what I said. I'm like, you know, we went to a bar and closed it afterwards. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you that... weren't cool with what you said on air. So how the hell are we <laughs> drinking for another four hours after this? Yeah, I, I've only I've only had one podcast like that that I did at one point last last year that I had somebody on and then we were talking and and he got totally trashed uh, during the show and was kind of like I don't know he was outside in his backyard when he was talking to me with it there and I don't know sorry. It was like one of those where he started he starts breaking stuff or making all this noise, <laughs> and he he goes back and he then I sent it to him and he listens to it the next day and he's like he's like hey man you know if you don't mind you know can can you not post that one you know now <laughs> it's like like all right you know I'll keep it in I'll save it I'll keep it you know we'll we'll see maybe one day it will see the light of day but it's like. He's like, yeah, I, I, he's like, I was so trashed. I don't even remember what I said, you know, on the show. He's like, how did you even stay on the on the call with me for that long? I'm like, well, it was entertaining to me. I'm like, I was having fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I was sitting over here on my side, you know, having some having some beers. I mean, I don't know what I think he drank some uh, some MD. I think he drank a whole bottle of MD 2020. Um, he was drinking some some PBR extras, which are the, the higher alcohol PBRs and maybe he was doing some hard alcohol with it too. By the time I started talking to him. So it was like a full day of drinking for him. And he's like, yeah, can you not post that one up on the, <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, all right, we'll keep it in the archives. We'll put it in the, in the save folder for now. And maybe down the line, it will, it'll find its way. I've only had two episodes that like flat out didn't air. One of them, uh, the guest punched me in the head during the episode. <laughs> On purpose? This, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is a story for my audience that may be tuning in. You've heard the story. But for Bob's audience. So a friend, a friend of a friend was a very major celebrity's son here in L.A who's a director in his own right. They hooked us up. And I'm like, hey, what do you want to drink on the show? He's like, uh, my friends say I get a little mean when I drink, so just Red Bull. <laughs> and like, I don't think shit of it. Like, all right, cool. Let's do this. He shows up at my place. 
And I'm like, yeah, I got you some Red Bulls. We're good. He's like, you know what? I decided I want to drink tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. So we bang down like two shots before we even get on air. And he goes to take a third shot before, like, without me. And, I, and at the time, I'm like, was this bitch think I can't drink? In retrospect, that was a red flag that he wasn't waiting for me to drink that third shot. He got a problem. <laughs> so we complete start to do a complete shit show of a podcast. Like, just wild. It is fucking wild. Like, this guy is a major celebrity kid and has you know lived a life of fucking being a major celebrity's kid his whole life. Like, just wild fucking stories. And we paused for a second. Like, refill drinks, piss, whatever. He's like, yo, man, you're going to make me sound cool? I'm like, of course, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you sound cool. He's like, good, because otherwise I'll kill you. And I'm drunk and a, little, a lot dismissive of him. I'm like, whatever you say, man. It's fine. He's like, no, man, look at me. Look at you. I can kick your ass. I'm like, I'm sure you can he stands up and punches me in the fucking head. I'm like, I immediately establish risk control. Because all my other various jobs I've held in my life, I was a security professional at one fucking point. Um, I establish risk control. And like, he is so drunk that like 10 seconds later, why the fuck are you grabbing my wrist? I'm like, because you just punched me in the head. Right. <laughs> you got to go. Like, show's over. You gotta go. Well, can I use the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, because I don't want you pissing my fucking hallways. He goes to the bathroom. I go get a gun. Like, I just put it in my waistband just in case. Like, this dude's just, I don't know this dude. He has just assaulted me in my own home. Right. Like, I'm not looking to escalate things, but if things escalate, I'm not looking to get fucking murdered over it. So he comes out of the bathroom. I'm like, all right, man, you got to go. He's like, can I give you money? Would that make it okay? I'm like, we got to finish the podcast. I'm like, no, you have to go. I give him some water. He punches my fucking fridge. Like, you have to go. I eventually get him out the door. He kicks my door a couple times on the way out. He's like, call my friend who said it. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, you don't understand. Like, I was ready to have to shoot your friend. And my buddy who said it was like, what, were you going to shoot him in the leg? I'm like, that's not how things work in real life. In real life, you shoot the center mass to end the threat. I was going to kill him and then probably get sued into oblivion by his father. I'm super happy he didn't go there. Super happy. Look, I, I don't want to ever hurt anyone. Like, But if it's a choice between me and you, it's going to be me every time. Right. Because I, I had other friends I told the story to, like, why don't you pull the gun on him and get, get him out of your house that way? I'm like, because that escalates the situation. Right. If you don't need to. Right. The gun comes out when you intend to use it. Right. I'm not pulling it out to threaten someone. I'm pulling it out if I feel like my life is in danger and I'm going to have to end this other human's life, which I don't want to do. So I get him out of the house, like, everything's cool after me motherfucking my friend for setting this up for a good half hour. 
6 a.m. the next morning, my phone goes off because my doorbell's tied to my fucking phone. And I get, I, I answer the phone, hello? Hey, Matt, it's blank. Do you know where I parked last night? <laughs> like, what? This? No, I have no fucking idea where you parked. Oh, man, well, I, I can't find my car. I'm like, that sounds like your fucking problem. <laughs> Well, did I not leave your place cool last night? I'm like, no, man. You definitely did not leave my place cool last night. You punched me in the fucking head. Oh, uh, well, um, I just basically hung up. What I found out from our mutual friends was he lost his car, apparently came to on Hollywood Boulevard at like 4 o'clock in the morning, cuddling with a homeless person after being kicked out of multiple oh cars, <laughs> lost his wallet, got like broke his nose. Like it was a hole to fucking do. And this is a major fucking celebrity's kid. <laughs> a major fucking... And apparently he walked back to his house just in time for his wife to take his kid to fucking school and she almost left him over it. <laughs> I get reminded of this fucking event every year because he's been sober since. He DMs me on his sobriety anniversary like, Hey Matt, how are you doing? I've been sober since. Like, How's, how's everything going? That's right, and now we drink changes lives. See, see, you you saved him. See, your <laughs> that experience of that one night changed his life. So that's now, that's and, what you get. And the crazy part is, I don't think he has any clue that I was, had a gun and was very unwilling but able to end his life if I had to. Right, if he needed to, it if it came down, if push came to shove, if you had to do it, you would have done it. But he has no idea. It wasn't like you said. It wasn't like you pulled it out and said, "Hey, man, get out of here," or otherwise, you know, I'm shooting you. It was just like, if it came down to it, I have it. Protection. Go from there. But yeah, he has no idea that that was really on. It was there, ready to go if if need be. And he just thinks, "Okay, man, I I fucked up." Uh, every year he's like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm sober still." You know, thank thank thanks to you. It's like. Well, gee, thanks. That was not the evening that I would have uh, expected from you, but I really want—I really would love to air that episode somewhere because the stories were fucking wild, <laughs> like fucking wild. Just how crazy the stories he told were. <laughs> uh, man, so like... that that episode never aired. Uh, we had one other one that, like, yeah. You know, the one where, like, it was a couple rock musicians, a tour manager, and a VP from a record label. The three of us were, well, the four of us were got, I mean, like, there were bombs set up, like, fucking solo cups of alcohol. And then after, like, nothing too crazy happened to that. But after it was all said and done, like, the A&R rep was just like, uh, I said some mm. shit I can't air. So that, that episode never aired. <laughs> I never got punched in the head on that one. (laughs) (laughs) And then the only other episode that did not like properly air is episode 85. My audience is intimately aware with episode 85, but for your audience, what happened was I had an adult performer over. We did the show in the middle of the show. She basically propositions me and goes, so are you going to fuck me or what? And I pause the recorder. I'm like, are you doing a bit or do you actually want to fuck? 
Like, if you're doing a bit, I'm happy to get back on air and just run with it. If you actually want to fuck, I'm down. <laughs> she actually was down to fuck. We went and banged it out. And then got, um, like, post-coited to someone. You know we got to finish the show, right? Like, we didn't do any sign-offs. We got to get back on air. So we get back on air. And, like, she goes into pretty graphic detail about how my cum tastes. <laughs> we wrap the fucking show, like, and we go. <clears throat> Two weeks after it was recorded, four days after it originally aired, she texts me, like, oh, my God, I sound like an idiot. You have to take it down. And I immediately comply because, like, I'm not looking to fucking ambush people or make people look bad. Like, right, right. But I have advertisers. Like, this is my business. I didn't even get a thank you from her for agreeing to take it down. Right. And I I don't know what you do in studio, like when you normally do shows, but I have people sign waivers. I didn't have to take it down. So the lack of thank you kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I had a comedian friend of mine, a male comedian friend of mine, re-record her parts without any mention of who it was and we put it back up 48 hours later with her <laughs> with him doing all of her parts <laughs> including him talking about how my cum tastes I just mixed it in with my original dialogue right you have to kind of you got to keep it flowing the way it was if you're just going to re-record it yep uh, and if he's just doing her part got to keep it that way nothing wrong with that exactly I like I you know, I literally just mixed it with my original dialogue. It flows perfectly. Is episode 85 redacted? <laughs> I will have to go back and check that one out now and see. <laughs> oh, yeah, now, now, now that I know the, now that everybody knows the backstory behind it, now we can really enjoy it. Yeah, it's a little, little behind the music. Uh, oh, one of the funniest things I think I've ever been a part of, and I'm so happy, because like, it's just... When you're like, okay, yeah, no, I'm happy to help you out with that. And not even as much of a thank you. Like, it just. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you want to. If somebody comes at you with that and says, hey, you know, I don't like how that was. Can you, you know, take it down, whatever? You say, okay, yeah, fine, no problem. And then you, you expect at least a thank you. I appreciate it. Exactly. Nothing and more was, than that. Yeah. It was two weeks after recording and four days after it aired. Like, right, I gave her ample time to like, review it. Right, yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that's more than it's not like it was the next morning. You're like, okay, here it is, and they're like, well, shit, we did all this. I said that you got to take it down. In that case, you could say, all right, I get it. that was a little quick, but okay, you said two weeks later, you had time to think it over and say, hey, maybe that doesn't sound that great, you know, you know, pull well, it before you air after it. it. Four days after I aired it, too. Right, like, yeah. You think within I, the it, first day, even if somebody came up to you and said, hey, you know, I listened to your appearance, you know, maybe you don't sound that great. But but still, you want to at least get a you know, thank you. I appreciate you, you know, listening to me and, you know, my concerns. Not just take it down, okay? And then nothing. Like, yeah. Well, screw you. Exactly. Like, oh, hey, if I'm going to replace this with another episode, I got to turn around and edit another episode right here, right now. 
Right. So my audience has content for this week. Right. And my advertisers are placated. Like, this is all fucking business. Hey, but remember, either way, she still tasted your cum. So she did. She did. <laughs> so who who and got the win out of that one? Hopefully, we both did on that part. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I just fucking nutted on her. Like, no, right. I, I, yeah. Like, I, I hope she got hers too. Like, right. If, if she felt the sex was mediocre, like, I wish she would call me on that. Like, if she was embarrassed about fucking me, she really shouldn't have said on air. Like, so are you gonna fuck me or what? Like. Right. <laughs> so literally, it was a super confusing moment. I, I literally had to pause the recording. Like, are you being right. serious? Or are you doing a bit? Right. If you're doing a bit, that's cool. I will happily roll with it. Right. If you really want to fuck, well, I'm down with that too. <laughs> Obviously. Right. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a hard knock life being a podcast or something. Yes, yeah, see, man, yeah, yeah, living li- living the good life over there, you know, hosting hosting the podcast. Yeah, you know, be sure to check out Matt. The and now we drink podcast. I mean, do you have any? I know we kind of touched on the on the Twitch side of things before. You know, anything coming up on the podcast that you want to you want to tease or you know, let people um. Know? So we got, I got a couple episodes in the can at the moment coming out this week. Well, when is this airing? Well, this will, because yours comes out on Thursdays, right? Is that the? Yep. Yep. All right, so this will probably be out after the latest one. But so, I mean, you, cause it'll probably come out Sunday uh, around then. So the one you have coming up will be out there. So if you tell people what they can enjoy already, then you're good. All right, well, so, in the past, <laughs> this past Thursday. Book. This past Thursday, yeah, my guy Pierre Vincent, who is a porn producer slash uh, tour videographer, is like Five Finger Death Punch is his official videographer. He's okay, been on the tour with a bunch of massive bands. Like Pierre's, I miss Pierre. Like he is one of my favorite people that I used to party with in Vegas. Is on the show, and then this coming Thursday. You know, since the Sunday is in between, <laughs> you know, Sunday, you know, there, there's a Sunday between two Thursdays for people keeping track at home. So you have your past I mean, sometimes, Thursday, depending on how much you, depending on how you, much you, you know, right. It depends on, yeah. Whiskey time travel is a thing. Yeah, it, it happens. You know, sometimes you lose track of days. You don't know where you are. It happens. So if you don't, if you can't keep track of what podcast aired when for the and now we drink podcast just be sure to check out you know the podcast feed and that will give you everything in chronological order so you can enjoy it at, at your leisure exactly but the following thursday the, my second co-host miss annie cruz is back on the show cruz is cruz and i catch up for the first time in like on air I mean, we're friends but hey, first get, time on get, air in like band, a couple the years band back together over there huh so, yeah yeah, yeah. Then, like, she hasn't been on since like 2018. Like, I'm a shitty friend. Be like, hey, the show you used to host, you should probably come do it again. You know? Yeah, yeah, once every yeah, three yeah. years, you know, it's good enough, <laughs> right? Like, there's been a lot of the pandemic of me being like, oh, hey, hey, you haven't been on the show in a while. I'm a shit person. I should have invited you back a long time ago. There's been a lot of that. It's hard to keep track of you. Uh, it's hard to keep track. You, you, you talk to people, you say, hey, you should be on the podcast. 
and they say, okay, yeah, sure. And then next, thing you know, it's, you know, six months later, you're like, well, shit, I never followed back up with you, but Hey, you want to do it still? <laughs> well, I, I also think like a lot of people feel awkward about being like, Hey Matt, can I come on your fucking show again? Like almost without fail. I don't know if you experienced this, but like people will want to be out. Like the minute I bring it up, they're like, Oh yeah. Why haven't you fucking asked me? Like it's a two-way street. You could be like, "Hey Matt, can I be on the fucking yeah, show?" No, d- yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I've, I've had too. I've reached out to people and they're like, "Hey, yeah, I'd love to be on the show." I'm like, "Well, all right, well, you could have, you know, reached out and said, hey, I want to be on the show.' But uh, hey, either way, as long as you get on the show, it's all good.' Exactly, exactly. I'm just saying, like, don't be bashful. I won't judge you for wanting to be on my show. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. It's like I'm hosting the show. You know, I'm doing a show. You know, every week. You know, or so. So, if you want to be on, just let me know, and well, we'll make it happen. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, only a half a bottle of Eagle Rare later, <laughs> and a a mixer cup full of piss. It's all good. It's pretty clear. It's pretty hydrated. Yeah, no, it's good. You're doing all right over there. <laughs> I didn't spill, so I think I am. That, that that that's a win right there. If you can get it all in the cup. You're good. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that, that's what I got going on for now. We drink on the Twitter on the Twitch front. Like I'm streaming every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, thir- Thursday, and Friday. Like okay. Come watch me play video games. Come make me do shots on Twitch. It's fun. It's, you know, I get fairly ignorant. Not in now we drink ignorant, but. Fairly ignorant on Twitch. <laughs> Unless people start feeding you the shots more, then see where things go. Yeah, well, thankfully, I don't have the type of breasts that will get me banned from Twitch. I can get <laughs> topless on Twitch. Like the, it's a violation of TOS is if you don't identify as male to show your nipples. Oh, okay. Okay, so, all right. Like, so then you're good. My tits can come out. You're good, right. You can just be sitting there next to you. Know, shirt comes off. People are like, oh, man, there they are. They're out there in the open. <laughs> Yep, my tits and my chest tattoo. Right, all you gotta do is just check that box. I'm a male. Then you are. You're free to take your shirt off as you please. Do your shot. I identify as male. You don't even actually like you know biologically have to be male. You just have to identify as one. That's true. Yeah. Twitch is <laughs> trying to be inclusive, and then like, you know, some dude with massive tits is gonna get away with it. Hey, hey, if I, find I think I just broke Bob again. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <That was> up- <laughs> I was, like, I was like, uh, well, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, tell people where they can find you on the, uh, on social media. <laughs> oh, yes. So you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter. Cause some motherfuckers camping Matt Slayer. <sighs> are they actually like, using it or are they just, no, no, no. Like dude has not posted in 1300 days. No, that, that that's the thing that that pisses me off about social media names and things like that is there should really be, and I thought, twi- I know at least on the Twitter side, they said they were supposed to start, you know, deactivating accounts that haven't been active in, you know, at least a few years. That I've been trying to find, like the, on Twitter, there's a, a bum wine account that, that, they have that hasn't been active since 2011 was the last time they posted anything and i've been 
trying to because I have one of my accounts is I mean I have my Bumwine Bob Twitter account, my main one, and then my my show Twitter account is at underscore Bumwine because somebody's had the the Bumwine Twitter account since the last time they posted was twenty eleven. And I'm like, just give up the fucking Twitter account so I can take it. It's one of those things like when people are just squatting on the account, you're just like, just give me the account. Just well, you know how you get around it. that, right? Uh, do, you, do you have some uh, some tips for me here? I do. Uh, you have to actually own the trademark. Okay. That, that's what I figured. And and I don't because there is the, the bumwine.com, which I think is probably the same guys, but they haven't up. And, I mean, I can go on here for another hour about. But if they haven't filed the trademark, file the fucking trademark and be like, fuck you guys. Yeah, maybe we have to do that. Maybe we got to. I, I, Go the legal I'm a, way. I am about to trademark Matt Slayer just so I can get remove an yeah. underscore from my fucking Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on on that. Yeah, for at least for you, with I mean, being that's your your name to get out there with. So um, that's how every, everybody knows you. And it is like it's like son of a bitch. Just give me the fucking thing. <laughs> well, I, it, it's a long story fucking bullshit. Like, so when I first made switched over my Twitter to Matt Slayer, because originally my original Twitter when I started up in 09 is like my old Xbox gamer tag, which had nothing to do with the words Matt Slayer. Mm-hmm. And then I went over to Matt underscore Slayer. Just, I don't know why I didn't do at Matt Slayer. You know, I wanted to separate words. I'm like, some dude in the Dominican Republic had at Matt Slayer for a couple of years, but I'm pretty sure he got sick of fucking getting DM'd and message shit for that was for right, me. right. <laughs> so he got off it, and I never noticed. And then some dude, some who's in like Central California, who's also a gamer, who was literally posted twice ever, has at Matt Slayer. Yeah, and it's been like 1,300 days of counting. Since his last tweet. And the only people that follow him are obviously people that are meant to follow me. Mm. It's like, cool. Just give it up, man. Give it up. I want it back. I fucked up. Let me make amends. But thankfully, I have at Matt Slayer on Instagram. I am at Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. Because, yeah, that's also part of the brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're an East Coast guy. It's, you know, you see fucking W. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's the effing, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know you're a bit of a wrestling yeah, mark. So I, I am, yes, yes. I hear yeah. you. I'm with you on that, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's twitch.tv slash Matt F. Slayer because there is someone who is at slash Matt Slayer. And, you know, you can find, and now we drink, at... And now we drink on Twitter. And now we drink underscore on Instagram. Because someone who has a drinking fitness blog owns the And Now We Drink Instagram. And I did not want to pay her $300 to get off the Instagram. <laughs> but that was actually a negotiation at one point. I'm just oh. like, mm, I own the Twitter. I own the domain. I don't feel like paying me $300 for a fucking Instagram tag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll survive without it. <laughs> yeah, I'll survive with the the underscore. Like, 
as silly as it is, I have a Google knowledge panel now where you can click on the Instagram. So I think I got it. Yeah. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'm okay. But yeah, those are the places you can find me. Like, come hang out on the Twitch stream because this is only a small sample of my ignorance. Like, this is pre-recorded ignorance. On Twitch, you get it live. You can get it live and five five nights a week. I mean, that's that's a win-win right there. Or lose-lose, depending on who you are. Like, you might go, I may have fucked up here. <laughs> Hey, but as long, you as won't long know as your follow- tribe. Right, I was going to say, as long as your followers don't go down, then, oh. then you're good. Oh, no. Followers are going up. The subs are going up. Like, I make pretty ignorant videos on top of the gaming stuff at least once a month to be like, hey, come subscribe. You know, January, I definitely filmed myself in a bathrobe in the Oval Office. <laughs> well, that that was... Uh, well, that, you're doing all those bathrobe... Uh... Uh, pictures there. I, I, I gave you some props on that on uh, on Instagram when you were posting the, uh, the ones with you and uh, and Bernie Sanders. You know, sitting out there. You know. Yeah, I mean that that's all part of the same <laughs> video. Like, I, there's a whole bunch of Polaroid stills of like me with Biden and me and Bernie Sanders in the bathrobe. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally like embracing the dude life. Like, yep, yeah, I'm just in a bathrobe. Don't mind me. Yeah, just hanging out. Just give me a drink. I'm fine here. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm supporting democracy in my bathrobe. <laughs> That's the American way, right there. Democracy and sitting in your bathrobe, having a drink. Hey, uh, That's the American freedom way. Is part of free ball- freedom is part of free balling. That that's true. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> well, well, Matt. Thank thanks for coming on here, hanging out, chatting having quite a few drinks uh pissing in some cups you know just one cup all right right. i have one cup one cup yeah one pee break one cup piss it's all good (laughs) hey we're doing first on this show that's that's true that's true that's true and don't forget you're like oh this show's only gonna be an hour like three hours later right (laughs) yeah right he says how long is this show i'm like hey usually you know about an hour or so and uh, you know, I had one a few weeks back that was maybe an hour and a half, and you know, this one here we're pushing almost you know two hours with with everything. You know, where we're at, almost, almost. No, uh, close to three. We started at six mm-hmm. my time. It's almost is, nine. Is it not? Uh, I don't even know what time it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, like we're close, oh, we're, you are we're right. You're three. Right. Oh, like, son of a bitch, you are right. I was like, I was like, wait, really? That was that long? So. Yeah. Um, word of the wise, if you want to book me, I don't shut up. <laughs> I got hey, plenty of stories and plenty of fucking I, things I, to say. I know, I know. We we could probably keep going on here for you know, a few more hours, but you know, we'll save it for the next time. We'll definitely have you back on on the show. We're only starting to scratch the surface. You know, it's kind of you know, you're on your your comfy couch over there. You know, it's kind of like a therapy session here. You know, you can kind of you know air your your grievances. Um, oh yeah, as long as you don't show black light on the couch, we're all good. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I can't over here. You know, I can put a black light up to the monitor here, but you know, I'm not going to see anything on your end. So, oh, no, that's not. good. There's a lot of DNA on this couch. Yeah, yeah. After what we've kind of gone over here tonight, I mean, I could imagine what's what's showing up over there. So, 
Well, that's why it's a leather couch. It's easy to clean. See, that's smart thinking right there. See, he's the man with the plan. <laughs> he's right, right there. He, he's Matt effing Slayer. No, well, he can't, you know. And, and if anybody out there knows the, the Matt Slayer out there, you know, tell him to give up the, uh, the account to the real Matt Slayer over here. Be sure to check him out. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually bit the bullet this week. I'm like, yo, dude, DM me. Like, let's negotiate for my fucking like, proper right, brand. Right, but then you're hoping that the guy will actually see the message. Probably yeah, never. Yeah. He probably hasn't logged in in forever, so he's never going to see well, that. And that's good, because that is more of a case when I my trademark goes through. I'd be like, yo, Twitter, yeah. I want my fucking name. Right, right. Yeah, in that case, I'd say, all right, He's not active. He's not responding. All right, remove him. It's all yours now. Yeah. <laughs> but, Bob, it was a pleasure. Please, for your audience, come up. Check out the Now We Drink podcast. I drink with a lot of adult performers, comedians, musicians, other internet personalities. We get pretty fucking ignorant on my show. <laughs> pretty fucking ignorant. Right. I've only had sex with a handful of guests. Okay, and that's not bad. Out of 251 episodes, you know, that's yeah. only a handful. That's not bad. Yeah, it's less than 10% of my guests that I've yeah. had sex with. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel it's, like, on me to, like, be super hands-off about it and, like, basically be propositioned. Like, right. oh, they, if, you want to fuck me? Exactly. All right, yeah. If they want to do it, then, hey, yeah, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, you okay you want to yeah uh, okay cool I, i'm down should we re- like, be recording this or no you know so are we putting no, this on no, the no, podcast no. <laughs> i'm happy to talk about it audio but like no no I, i'm cool with keeping my dick like off camera like yeah that i feel is the success to my right that, that's time the, in the adult entertainment industry is the fact that i've never wanted to be male talent that's the mystery behind everything you got to keep that element of mystery with it so that's how you got to keep it it's not even mystery it's the fact that like being male talent is a rough fucking job and i know what goes into it and i've never wanted to do it like yeah can you imagine getting it up and keeping it up with some dude like me leaning over you with a camera yeah, no, no, not, I, I am with you on that. I, I've had a couple um, male adult performers on my podcast, too, and they've said the same thing, too. They're like, guys will think that it's, like, the best job and they want to do it, but he's like, you know, when it comes down to it, it's not as glamorous as <laughs> as it seems to be on camera. No, it, it's not glamorous at all. You may have, be having to have sex with people that you're not attracted to, and if you can't perform... You're out of a fucking job. Right. On top of it, like, there's a good chance that a lot of you know women will not want to have anything to fucking do with you because you're a fucking porn star. Like, right. So your dating pool's being limited. You're making le- half the money, if not less, than your co-ho, you know, co-star. And you, yeah, you don't get to choose who you have sex with. Like, there's a lot of downsides to the fucking yeah. job. And it, even performing is not about like. Your sexual gratification is about making her look good. Right. So. More power to the male talent. I've never yeah. won the job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, on that note, he's Matt F. and Slayer. 
I'm bum wine Bob. Don't forget to. I mean, it seems like ages ago now that I drank this thing. The the pineapple uh, the earthquake high gravity lager is the bumwinebob.com uh, malt liquor malt beverage of the week. Be sure to check out Matt on his podcast. You know, on the Twitch. And now we drink. And until next time, cheers. I need a beer.